Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Seaward's Folly, the Louisiana Purchase, Joey Devine, the Convention of Kanagawa, Babe Ruth to the Yankees, Sean Keane, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. The guy who got frequent flyer miles from buying Healthy Choice Pudding, immortalized in the film Punch Drunk Love. Patreons, Ryan O'Toole. Thank you, Ryan. Nick Pagolatos. Thank you, Nick. Sorry if we mispronounced your last name. Chris Burton. Thank you, Chris. Josh Cohen. Thank you, Josh. Musical guest, Kim and Kelly Deal, the Breeders. And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode I'm a jam-packed one, I gotta say. I'm here, as always, with a permanent co-host, songwriter extraordinaire. Um, He'll babysit your kids. Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I, uh, I, I will babysit your kids. I babysat a kid today. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. It was my nephew. It was Mm -hmm. my nephew. Sean, has my anything new, interesting new, has my anything has anything interesting happened with your uh, nephew of late? Uh, yes. Can I? I'll, I'll tell this story. I, I um, did. That's why I brought it up. Okay, it's please. A good story. Uh, okay, so um, my nephew just turned three, 
And so I get a lot of uh, up until um, uh, like April, I was I, I would just see him on holidays or when I was up here. And uh, but I would get a lot of photos of my nephew from my sisters. Uh, I have three sisters and um, a lot of them were like, you know, he's a little kid. So he like runs around naked a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I just preemptively as a, a single older man, mm -hmm. um, I would just uh, censor them myself. I would just use the, the crappy phone editing thing. And I would just put a black bar over the genitals. I just mm -hmm. thought that was safer. You can put it in an Instagram story that way. And that way I don't have, Child a child penis on, on my phone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just for that. So, um, last week, um, I was I was uh, cooking. I was making scrambled, teaching him how to make scrambled eggs, uh -huh. and my mom was there, and he got bored by uh, by cooking scrambled eggs, which I understand. It's a if you do it right, it's a boring process. Mm -hmm. uh, and he looked at the picture of himself that my mom had on the phone of him frolicking in a garden, spraying himself with a, a, uh, a hose naked. Mm -hmm. And I had put a black bar over his penis. Yeah. And he was just like, what happened? Uh -huh. And my mom said, oh, Uncle Sean did that. And he proceeded to talk about it for the rest of the day to everyone uh, we mentioned. And then um, everyone you met. Everyone I met, like yeah. like at the grocery store. Uh, generally, it was just relatives because sure it's my bubble and so um later in the day uh i sat we 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 got together with uh two of my sisters and uh, my sister's husband and we sat down to eat a meal mm -hmm. and he just said um guess what uncle sean did to my penis uh -huh. <laughs> and then continued to talk about it for the past week he uh he went out to my dad and said do you know what Uncle Sean did to my penis? Uh -huh. It's black now. Uh -huh. um, and uh, yeah, he just constantly was like, you can't believe, you're not going to believe what Uncle Sean did to my penis. Uh -huh. It was weird. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's what I've been dealing with. He, he talked about it today. It's been a week and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, he still cannot believe uh, what he's seen about my penis. Also, <laughs> he also today tried to watch me pee by uh, crawling under uh, the the non-fold door in a bathroom. And he told me that I my penis was different. And I was just like, I wish you had just stayed outside at this. <laughs> um, Sean, you know what I think the irony of this story is? <laughs> what is uh, that? That the thing you were doing to avoid going to prison is what's going to send you that to prison. That is what it, yeah. I was going to go to prison. Like, it can't happen... This is comparable to the time that um, one of the other kids I babysat for um, had accidentally called me dad earlier in the week, mm -hmm. and she was super embarrassed about it. Ruby, who's been on the podcast before. And uh, so then the next time we went to a playground, uh, we were walking up to a, some other moms and or nannies. I was the only I was the only man there. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, she was playing with another kid, and then one of the moms came up, and Ruby just pointed to me and said, that's not my dad. And then we had to leave. <laughs> I looked like a kidnapper. Um, who was, like, still involved in recreation. I mean, that's a pretty nice kidnapper. 
point. Um, yeah. Well, Sean, I'm thankful you told that story. And I want to make sure to tell each and every one of our listeners that we're thankful for you this week. Yeah. Um, we are. Wow, we're a uh, real shitty transition there, Joey. <laughs> Just a bunch um, of snaps. <laughs> um, before we get to what I'm sure is going to be a two and a half hour long episode. <laughs> um, this, is, this is a lot. <laughs> uh... Some business up top. Follow us on Twitter at RoundRockPod. Email us at RoundRockPod at gmail.com. Call us on the phone at the number embedded in the episode description. Um, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash RoundRockPod. Uh, five bucks a month, you get uh, extra episodes. This, um, this week we did uh, our uh, annual... What is every NBA team thankful for episode? And I think it's pretty good. Um, also, we have a t-shirt store mm-hmm. uh, at T Public, where we've put up two brand new t-shirts. Uh, the John Collins Airplane Dunk t-shirt and the Don Nelson at the Hall of Fame t-shirt. Uh, very, very good t-shirts. Uh, and they're on a Black Friday sale for the next three days, I believe. But you always get 30% off by putting in the code ROUNDROCKPOD. Uh, mm-hmm. use the link in the description to the show or on our Twitter because we get slightly more money if we do that, and that would be helpful because I like money. <laughs> um, capitalism. I'm a capitalist socialist. Um, <laughs> uh, also, I should announce, if you're on, if you play the game Apex Legends, I've created a club on apex legends it's on either the oregon either of the three oregon servers or salt lake city i can't remember which one but it's called round ball rock if you join it you see me on there we'll uh go in there and we'll frag out let's go baby why does every twitch streamer talk the same also if you do stream video games please when you defeat a person, stop saying you shit on them because it makes me feel weird and bad. And uh-huh. lots of video game uh, content creators do it. But yeah, Round Ball Rock on Apex Legends. I don't know why I'm spending so much time on the one thing we make zero dollars off, but here we do. Here we are. Uh, and if you join, uh, you get the club name Bozo in front of your name. So uh, where all my round ball rock bozos at? <laughs> Join me on Apex Legends. God, I'm bozos? a loser. Um, Sean, what are we doing today? Uh, so what we're going to do is it's it's trade season. It's free agent season. It's all happening in uh, before Thanksgiving. Because everybody in the NBA is going to stay home. No one's going to travel. They're all going to stay in their personal bubbles, just like they stayed in the NBA bubble. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what we're going to do is go through all the transactions. Some of them we're going to have a lot to say about. Some of them we'll have none. basically not a goddamn thing. And it's very hard to see all these things organized in a way because uh, it feels like any free agent move or trade that was made in the last week has been modified to include the Oklahoma city thunder somehow. Yep. I am not going to get into the money or the trade exceptions. We're probably going to get some of this wrong too. We're going to forget something. We're going to add one. We're going to make up a trade ourselves. In fact, you know what? 
we're gonna put a we're here's what we're gonna do, Sean. I'm sorry to put you uh, on the spot here. Okay, but you're okay. a you're an all time improviser. Here's That's what true. we're gonna That's do. True. I want you to add one fake trade that seems real in this list of ten thousand trades or free okay. agent signing, one yeah. or the other. And it's a little Easter egg for our listeners to try and yeah. figure out, did Which that one? guy, it was that one actually fake or was it real? Right. <laughs> because uh, uh, I would yeah. say what, like, do you think 60% of the NBA moved teams in the last three days? Does I mean, that it's sound crazy. Right? It is, I'm just going to throw this out right now uh, before we get into it. Uh, philosophically, the... The fascination that the NBA has with transactions, like how crazy it is at the deadline, uh, rivals trying to tip picks seconds before each other on draft night. Ultimately, this is counterproductive because what results in is people not knowing what the hell team mm-hmm. anyone is on. Yeah. Now, this is different than last year where a lot of um, famous bigger people. players yeah. changed dreams, but it's still weird that and i i mean look i'm as guilty as anyone else i love getting that that juice of uh you know like a trade i get more juice out of seeing an adrian wojnarowski notification pop up on my phone than a dm oh absolutely Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 like it doesn't involve any of us and often it doesn't even involve a player or a team that you care about mm-hmm. and yet it's like Oh, yeah. But also um, getting a trade alert is also uh, like a hit off a crack pipe. Yeah. Because all it makes you want to do is, a, is, more. is more of that crack. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. I was saying that what when uh, like right after Drew Holiday got traded. Remember, I was like, I need more of these. It's been two yeah, hours. Yeah. Um. Well, and every every year, I swear to God, uh, basketball people. Without a doubt, or I was like, Man, I just, I just thought there'd be more roster movement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone said that about last year's free agency in a basketball DM that I'm in, and it's like, what, what more do you want? Well, they like, were uh, a, a specific DM we were in was complaining about how there weren't enough trades on draft night, and it was yeah. like there were a billion trades. It just uh-huh. wasn't any famous people also chris paul got <laughs> traded the day before yeah. <laughs> and drew holiday three days before yeah like like it's just at a certain point like when anthony davis Kawhi leonard paul george kyrie irving kevin durant and kemba walker all change teams there's not that many more blocks to be busted right. <laughs> but also also definitely counterproductive to uh uh you know, the league's health as a whole. But uh, that being said, uh, this is, I'm, I'm still excited. I'm still on this high from the transaction. I just, I just know it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not healthy. And I'm with you. So the order we're going to do this is in draft night trades first. These are not ranked in any order of importance. Then I'm going to do regular trades. And then I'm going to do a very, uh, messy free agent rundown. Well, you know what we have to do first before you do any of these things? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I have to play... We have drops for trades, free agency, and the draft. I think I have to play them, all three of them, in a row, right? Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, oh, but then, also, we're gonna dr- we're gonna grade each signing in each trade on the Zach Lowe scale. Oh, uh, right, Long-time yes, listeners yes. know 
that it's something we do from time to time. We grade mm-hmm. things on the Zaklow scale. And the Zaklow scale is, of course, how much of one beer is Zaklow drinking in excite because he's excited about this move. Yeah, right. Because the maximum amount of beers that Zach Lowe can drink is, of course, one. Mm-hmm. I mean, some one of these moves we we've been known to give him like a full bottle of beer and maybe mm-hmm. like a sip. And he himself has has admitted to drinking two beers, right? Before. Um. Uh, so uh, yeah, time to hear. Three drops in a row, something we've <laughs> never done on this show I before. I think that's true. <laughs> also, I'm going to be honest, I did not know, I do not remember having a free agency drop or making a free agency drop, so I have no idea what it sounds like. <laughs> I certainly made it last year, but I just searched my computer and it said free agency drop. So uh, it's as new to me as it is to you. Uh, here are... Three drops from the robot. It's time for free agency. And this is not a time for robots. Robots have no agency. So take it away, Jim Gray. Well, everybody is on pins and needles across the country. Would you like to sleep on it a little longer? Are you ready to make this decision? You were able to be recruited because you went straight to the NBA from high school. So have you enjoyed this recruiting process now? How many people know your decision right now? When did you decide? So the last time you changed your mind was yesterday? So does the team that you're going to, that you'll announce in a few minutes, do they know your decision? Do you have any doubts about your decision? Well, you've had everybody else biting their nails, so I guess it's time for them to stop chewing. The answer to the question everybody wants to know, what's your decision? I believe in the four-point line. I believe soup is the perfect food. I believe in a Belichick Popovich presidential ticket. I believe that every DiCaprio movie would be just a little bit better as a Matt Damon movie. Free agency. It's time for the draft. With the first pick in the 2013 NBA draft... The Cleveland Cavaliers select Anthony Bennett of Toronto. Where the bad teams get good. With the second pick in the 2003 NBA draft, the Detroit Pistons select Darko Milicic. And everyone's a winner. The Toronto Raptors select Andrea Bargnani. People not choosing where they get to work is a system robots understand all too well. The Charlotte Bobcats select Adam Morrison. Anyway, good luck children. Hope you don't end up playing basketball for a podcast. Let's talk about the draft. Trades. That's right, we're talking about trades. Slash Capspace URLs. You remember we talk about Capspace all the time on the program. Slash Capspace. Let them know that you came from us. Limited time only. Terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website. Create yours today. That's wix.com slash woj, W-O-J, to get 10% off. Rights to euros that are never coming. Enter code NBA at checkout for $20 off your first order.
expiring salaries. If you missed it, we launched the Recapables Billions podcast on our Recapables feed. Treating people like they're assets and not people. ZipRecruiter.com slash low post, L-O-W-E post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades. All right, Sean. Uh, run us down our, run us down some moves. What's our first move? All right. Well, as befitting, uh, a podcast run by some warriors simps, Mm -hmm. uh, let's, let's go to the Curry family. The Philadelphia 76ers have added sharpshooting, uh, bloodline hall of famer, Seth Curry. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Sixers have added Seth Curry. The Dallas Mavericks received Josh Richardson and the 36th overall pick. That is Tyler Bay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not to be confused with Sadiq Bay, who we'll get to later. But yeah, or or many of who was the really disappointing Tyler that the uh, Nuggets got. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, it was like they almost got OG Ananobi. Oh, and the, yeah, not TJ got, Leaf. Uh, it was uh, Tyler Lydon. Tyler Lydon, yeah. Uh, um, I believe is he in Europe yet? Poor man's TJ Leaf. I don't know, but we can't talk about that. By the Kings, we can't talk about that. We have too many moves to get. You're to. right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, we um, can't get that deep. Uh, this is a weird trade for me because I feel like the. Mavericks received the better player and, and the also draft pick. Yeah, the draft I agree. Pick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that being said, I love Seth Curry. He'll really help the Sixers. Uh, yeah, he's a really, really good bench player. Like, yeah. like he is a great shooter. I mean, wh- who would have guessed that? But he he is. And also, like, holds his own on defense. He's not great or anything. He's, mm-hmm. not, he's not even good. But, uh, you know, last year he hit. He was taking five threes a game, and he made him at 45%. The year before, he took three and a half threes a game. He met him at 45%. Too much uh, info. He's, we, he's don't all, need the, yeah. we don't do anyway, info like that on Anyway, he's a show. great shooter, so I get it. And yeah. also, they had to cut money somehow in Philadelphia because, uh, you know, current team president, uh, mm-hmm. Elton Brand, right? Isn't he still the team president somehow? He is, I believe. Still the yeah. GM? He might have even gotten a... I, he got a raise. He, yeah, he yeah. He might be just like king of the Sixers, uh which is funny because like it seems like all of this is just part of a, that contract he signed forever ago where then he only played like 20 games total for the 76ers in 8 years, but uh Sean um one thing I want to say about this trade. Yeah. Is look, I tried to do this with the Heat fans before. I tried to do it with the Sixers fans last year, but we have some Dallas Mavericks fans that listen to our show. That's true. So yeah. what I want to say is I implore you, Dallas Mavericks fans, you can call Josh Richardson anything you want, but you cannot call him Jay Rich. You can't call him Jay Rich. I was I was thinking about that today. That it's is not just... his nickname. There was a Jay Rich who actually beat you uh, in the eight. In the uh, who famously beat you as an eight seed, and it would be especially bad luck if you started calling him Jay Rich. Yeah, the 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 Colts can't take a guy named like Joseph Adai was not Broadway Joe, right? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 
That's <laughs> and can't. and look, Portland fans will get to you at a great off season, but I'm still telling you, you are not allowed to call Anthony Simons Penny. Penny. Yeah. Also, Basketball Reference says that his nickname is Slim, and not Way only better. is Slim is a good name, Slim Rich is a better name. Yep, that sounds cool as yep. hell. Yep, but no Jay Rich. You cannot call him Jay Rich. His or... name is not Jay Rich. You cannot steal valor from one of yeah. one of the, my most beloved players anymore. Please don't uh, do it. Yeah. In general, I'm talking to you, Abraka Daniel. I know you're listening. (laughs) I know you're a Mavericks fan. I know you have some say with those fans. Yeah. Uh, Please help us out on this one. Slim Richardson. (laughs) He sounds like an ABA player who also maybe robbed banks in the Mm -hmm. offseason. Okay, so. Zach Lowe, how much of a beer is he drinking? I think this is a full three quarters of a beer. Oh, I'm on the other end of the spectrum here. I think he's taken like three sips of beer because here's the thing. It's too even of a trade. He likes it too much oh, for both teams. Yeah. I just think he doesn't money- get to like rant about like, I don't understand what they're doing or whatever. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like a completely understandable trade. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, the Mavs got the better player, but he was more expensive. Yeah. It's like two uh, teams. That's... He likes, Anyway, making totally logical decisions. Maybe, yeah, this guy's a really good uh, player who plays defense that doesn't need the ball. Uh, Yeah, so you know what? I'm going back. That beer's not even coming out of the fridge for this. (laughs) He's just he's looking at the beer and going, "Eh." yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we got we got a very confusing three team trade that has Mm -hmm. one important thing only attached to it. Well, two. Of, two. two There's things. two important things in this. Two important things. Yeah. So this is a uh, the the headline: Ricky Rubio is heading back to mm-hmm. the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's coming uh, home, baby. Play that song. Remember that song from ten years ago? Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming home. Coming. God, that song was terrible, and it was everywhere. We have, we have an edit of that song. Oh, we uh, do. Dave, Dave Schilling calling, <laughs> asking Chris Paul a question in the scrub. Um, okay, so I'm not sure who all these pieces come from. The Timberwolves gave up the number 17 pick, mm-hmm. uh, who became Alexei Pokusevsky. Poku! White Giannis, baby! <laughs> he is like, he is like probably the most intriguing and polarizing player of the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, he... And he is ex- he is the reason the Thunder started what they were what they did all week. Yeah, I think because that, they I were so right. obsessed with him and they were so afraid that um, Donnie Nelson was going to yeah. take him that they had because to Dallas get was going to take. Yeah, him. they had to get ahead of eighteen, uh-huh. the eighteenth pick in the draft. <laughs> so they needed to get trade Chris Paul for Ricky Rubio because the Timberwolves wanted him last year. Uh, so it's confusing. I'm just going to give you what they got, but, sure. but basically the Timberwolves gave up 17 and a 2024 second round pick mm-hmm. and the 25th pick. I think they had, you know what, from and, now on, let's just say picks. I don't want to do this oh, uh, right, right, right. unless they became an actual player. So yeah, yeah, say I'll the players, the Timberwolves got. Yeah. Okay. So the Timberwolves get Ricky Rubio. Uh huh. Um, 
I believe this guy is Argentinian. Leandro, Leandro Balmero. Yeah. Now, I, I would feel so confident in him if he were from Brazil, but he's from Argentina. He's and also... that's not even, I just, you know, uh, he's probably not coming over this year, I think. He, I thought he wanted to come over, but he was like, if a team doesn't want me to, I won't. So I yeah, think that's what's Timberwolves happening. Yeah, have like six guards right now that they all have to play. Uh-huh. They uh, all make over twelve, like $11 million a year, yeah, I think. Like, so their 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 guard <laughs> rotation is like Rubio, Russell, uh oh, Anthony Edwards, mm-hmm. Beasley, Culver, and then there's like another guy. And or, or Bulmaro's the other guy. Anyway, they also got uh Jaden McDaniels, mm-hmm. who, who is like Yeah, go ahead. I thought I was gonna love. I, look, I did a lot of draft prep this year because I know I pretended not to know who anyone was in in our name game, but that's because that's how the name game works. Right, yeah. Uh, Jaden Mc- like, yeah, yeah, McDaniels has uh, the most Anthony Randolph energy uh-huh. at first glance, and then you really dig in and he has no Anthony Randolph energy. He has Perry Jones the third energy. That is... God, that's correct. And I think that's like part of the reason Oklahoma said he was like, look, we need to go full Anthony Randolph. We need we need Euro Randolph uh-huh. and get Poku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Jade McDaniels is like, yeah, he's Perry Jones the fourth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he's just like not emotional and charming in the same way. And um, he's also okay, so that's... not he's athletic, but instead he just takes a lot of crazy jumpers instead of like. Uh, goaltending and also dunking on people while getting yeah, technicals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Anthony, Randolph, Anthony Randolph is a guy who like likes having guard skills, but also thinks he's much bigger than he is. His Jamie Daniels yeah. like really wants to just be like he a like tiny six kid. four. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants uh, to play like Steph Curry, but he's like seven feet tall. Yeah, and, um, and yeah, and <laughs> like all over the place. Um, okay, so so these are the the Timberwolves came out of draft night with Ricky Rubio. And the first overall pick, and then these mm-hmm. two guys who are, you know, yeah, like, mm-hmm. end of the first round. Who knows? Um, Oklahoma City got Poku. They got James Johnson, the uh, walking contract. Yeah, he's a, right. He's it's, basically a trade exception this year. Yeah, um, uh, I, we may get to points where people have mentioned moving have moved other places, but whatever. This is just draft night, and then they got a second round pick. Who cares? Uh, the New York Knicks got involved in this. And got uh, a second round pick from the Timberwolves. They got from the Pistons somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the Pistons are in this trade. Well, I guess the Pistons gave it to the Timberwolves. Whatever. They got Emmanuel Quickly, who is uh, has like an amazing name. Great name. Uh, although at first, again, at first glance, you think that's a that's a name. You know what I mean? That's not a bus name. But then I was looking at it and I was like, this is a Mickey Mouse Club ass name. Uh, <laughs> uh this sounds like a child actor who uh died of an overdose <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like he, he was like wow he was in all those weird christian movies yeah. with the cameron brothers he and yeah fir- he first became famous in a devil food cake commercial in 1979 and then starred <laughs> and then he starred on a a sitcom with a uh Oh, Lyle Alzado for oh three God. years, yeah. and then, yeah, and then uh, trouble hit. Um, 
yeah, I will. I will just say Emmanuel quickly. I have no idea if he's going to be a good NBA player, but he's cool. Like yeah, he's very tight. cool. Yeah, yeah, good he name, just, cool he, name. He might for be. Sure. He might not be that good at basketball, but I like as a college player, the guy was fun as hell. All right, now let's get. Oh, what's Zach Lowe giving this? Zach Lowe. It's a three-way trade. Yeah, that's it, immediately a, yeah. that bumps it up. The three-way and there's trade. There's two international players. Mm-hmm. I think he's downing. God, I, I think it might be half a beer, Joey. I'm going a quarter of a beer because okay. here's the thing. Uh, he's not big on cap machinations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he but likes. He likes the fact that the Knicks got value out of somebody. Uh, and he loves Ricky Rubio. He's one of his favorite people. But the rest of these guys, he's like, I don't have time to watch the draft. I don't know what this is. You know what I mean? I think he would have drank more of the beer except the draft rights to Matthias Lasort, the 50th overall pick <laughs> in 2017, bummed him out a little bit. And he was like, ah, God, I never finished watching Ocean's Eleven. What have I been doing with my life? Like, it it reminded him of, like, the part of the job that steals away from his quickly disappearing personal mm-hmm. life. So, uh, all right. It, like, uh, reminded him of how much this job has taken from all him. All right, we've taken ten minutes on yeah, each you're, of you're the right. first two trades. So right. we got to keep moving. we gotta this we got to really I'm, go faster. I'm very sorry, because this next trade is very complicated. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not even going to get into the machinations. Brooklyn Clippers Pistons. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, Brooklyn trades the nineteen trades their first round pick and gets Landry Shamit from the Clippers. They got the fifty seventh overall pick, Reggie Perry, and they got Bruce Brown mm-hmm. from the Pistons. This was originally two different trades. It's well, uh, it, we can't even get into that. Just keep yeah, going. Yeah, what, yeah, what, but, what did the Clippers uh, get? Second. <laughs> they get they get Bruce Brown defensive whiz second round pick. The Clippers got Luke Kennard from the Pistons. They mm-hmm. got Justin Patton, uh, centerpiece of the Jimmy Butler trade. Mm-hmm. They got Jay Scrub, fascinating player. We can't get into it right we, now. No, I actually do want to talk about Jay Scrub. Okay. Jay Scrub is weird. Jay yeah. Scrub is was the junior college player of the year this year. Uh, right. That's tight. Rooting for him. Wish yeah, he wasn't on the cool. Clippers because he uh, won't get yeah. any playing time. All right, well, keep going. But like, what a! I just love that part of it for the Clippers, where you're like, you never know. Like mm-hmm. he's a guy who was getting kicked off his high school team, um, and then they they somehow got four second round picks from Detroit in this deal. I, I don't get it either. One of those because they got the best but, player, I think. Yes, they definitely got the best player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean not Luke, he's Luke Kennard, so honestly, teams should be paying the fans of the LA Clippers to have to watch Luke Kennard, yeah, but he is the best player in this trade. But absolutely. Um uh and and I actually like what the Nets did too. Uh the Detroit Pistons got Sadiq Bay, the 19th overall pick. That's the prize. He's cool. He's cool. They got Zanin Musa. He's not uh, cool. He, yeah, that guy sucks. He he like sucks as a person and I will. I would. I would advise everyone to look at this mixtape and laugh at this guy. He does not suck it as as a person. You're thinking of Rodion's Kuruks. He oh, sucks I'm as a sorry. person. Zan and Musa yeah. is a good person, I think. Yeah, yeah, but Musa a was, shitty basketball Musa was the guy player. Who was like trying to trying to. He like kept stepping up to Mo Wagner when yeah, he was yeah. pushing guys around. <laughs> like okay, uh, but Musa probably kind of bad at basketball. Actually, yeah. 
Coach Doof says he's good, so I don't know. Uh, they got Jalen Hands, all name team. Jalen uh, like, Hands, football last name, not gonna make stick in the league. Keep going. Hands is like a two superhero. Uh, they got Rodney Magruder, trade ballast. They got he's a, a good uh, Rodney Magruder, one of uh, Randy Ledoux's favorite players. Keep yeah, going. Yes, actually, uh, and then the Pistons gave him some cash, which I think just covers whatever salary difference ends up there. And then they got a second round pick from the Raptors. So again, this is the first part of just the Pistons are, I don't, I don't actually hate this from the Pistons. It's just really weird. They gave up so many. It's the first of the Pistons, many weird moves. Um, Cause they gave up the two best players in the trade. I mean, Sadiq Bay, it has a chance of ending up better than both Bruce Brown and Luke Kennard, but but, like, Bruce Brown is the kind of guy that the Pistons should have on, like, because on a team like that, it's like, well, he was a second round pick. We've got him for really cheap for a couple of years. Our team, like, we don't know what we're going to do. But, like, uh, initially they traded him for Musa, and then the trade got expanded. Look, trading Luke Kennard to get the 19th pick in the draft and save some money, that seems perfectly reasonable. Mm-hmm. Everything else is, like, why did you give up four second round picks for a terrible second round pick? Like, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, what's Zach Lowe giving it? Zach Lowe, you know, he's into this one. He is into this one. the Brooklyn Nets. And he's like, I have a lot to talk to Joe Harris about. I'm giving this one uh, two fifths of a beer. Mm-hmm. I think he's taken one long pull. Uh, and it's only because it was two trades and then it became one trade. Yeah. Uh, and he likes that, you know? So he's just taken a long, satisfied pull on that warm IPA. Uh, well, he's, yeah. What beer do you think Zaglo is drinking when he talks about one beer, by the way? Uh, it's a Sam Adams Boston Lager. Oh, see, I was going to say, I think it's like an arrogant bastard. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no, I think he's. I think he's like just a step above... But I don't know, though. I I wonder if he's like, I wouldn't be super shocked if there was some hyper local Brooklyn pop up. Oh, no, actually, he lives in Long Island City, right? I, I don't know where Zach Lowe is. Anyway, he lives in Queens. I'm pretty sure he lives in Queens. <laughs> I think he lives in Long Island City. And but yeah, it's either just a little bit outside uh, the big guys. Would, wouldn't be shocked by a Heineken. What if it was a simpler times? Uh, that's that's too sad. He, he's not, okay, whatever it is, he is drinking a bottle of beer. Zach Lowe is not drinking out of a can. Okay, what no, color is the bottle? Uh, I think it's brown. I think... See, I, I mean, see, a green, I see a green bottle. I see a green bottle. I yeah. think it's a rolling rock. I mean, that's, that's close. <laughs> Still kind of think it's a Sam Adams, but I think he maybe... Has mentioned it being a Sam Adams on the low post. Okay, what what about a Pilsner or Kell? No way. That's that's like the problem is it's Czech, but it's not. Uh, it's <laughs> it, it's like somebody that could be. There could have been some like hundred year old, two hundred year old genocide. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure, like sure. He is he is very locked in on Croatia. I can't so there's no popular Croatian beers at least in America. I just I'm looked sure it up. Is a Czech beer? I feel like that this is 
this is somebody that was traditionally an oppressor mm-hmm. of Croatia. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we got to move on. Right, right. I mean, uh, that one was good. That was a good one. That was a good yeah. worth the 10 minutes. All right. Let's get to a real trade, Sean. So this, this thing was definitely hacked together from a bunch of other stuff. But basically, um, the Rockets traded the first round pick that got from Robert Covington uh, to the Pistons, it turned into Isaiah Stewart, the center from Washington. The Pistons got Isaiah Stewart, Trevor Ariza, a future second-round pick, and money. Mm-hmm. And the Rockets ended up getting a protected future first-round pick, which is not going it's to not gonna be a first-round pick. Yeah. A second-round pick and Christian Wood. Mm-hmm. The the be- again, the better player and a, a real pick. Um, yeah, but he was a free agent. Sure. So this is a... This is a retrospective uh, sign-and-trade. Yes. Originally, uh, this was like a future first-round pick on Trevor Ariza and the 16. Mm-hmm. So this was Tillman saving money, and then eventually they were like, well, actually, we might as well get Christian Wood. We're allowed to have a center now. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, weird trade, especially with what the Pistons are going to do later. Um, um I'm gonna say Zach Lowe is just flipping the 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 beer the sorry he's he's just it's just the bottle cap he's like flipping it in the air maybe he like bends it in half a little bit but he's he's not actually oh interesting I think yeah. he's into this because he's I think he's intrigued by the Rockets getting a big man who's like a actual NBA player oh. um so. I don't, I, yeah. I think he's taking three cautious sips. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, yeah, I don't think he's even touching the beer. It's a long night. Uh, no, so this trade has turned insane. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This trade is crazy. What's hilarious about it on NBA.com is that it's, the headline is Nuggets add Hampton <laughs> in for team trade. Uh, so this is the existing... Initially, this trade was the Bucks getting Drew Holiday from the Pelicans and the Thunder getting a future. A, I don't know how these picks work. Um, just read, just read oh, yeah, straight so, down the line. Oh, don't even try and explain what happened. Okay, okay. But the Pelicans basically got a bunch of pick swaps. Okay, so the New Orleans Pelicans are receiving Steven Adams. Who they yeah. immediately extended for two more years. Uh-huh. Uh, yep, Maori legend Stephen Adams, star of Aquaman in the DC universe, uh, defensive whiz, playoff zero, Eric Bledsoe from the Bucks. They got two future second round picks in the Bucks, and then two pick swaps from the Bucks. The Bucks got Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mister Irrelevant Sam Merrill, the 60th pick in Except this draft. Except Sam Merrill's gonna play. I'm telling you right now, uh, for this Bucks team. Have you seen what he looks like, Sean? I'm gonna look right now, and, and you're gonna see him, and you're gonna be like, "Oh no, this is a Coach Bud ass player." Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! This is like he looks he... like a player from the fifties. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> he's also a Utah State uh-huh. set senior. He's a six-five, two hundred and five-pound point guard, and he is. Turning 25 mm-hmm. before the end of the season. Uh, and he uh, shot 42% from three. Uh, and ate 90% from the line. Uh, this oh, dude is, this is... This dude's gonna play, man. 
Also, this dude is a guy who went on a Mormon mission. Uh-huh. This is not like your usual, like, yeah, that's fine. But like, he's a coach bud ass. Yeah, he has he has like a 50s haircut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he also like has like a really nice kind of cute face. And it looks like he has a fair amount of forehead acne. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I would I, describe I, him as if Tyler Hero is on one end of white player. Uh, Sam Merrill is on the exact opposite end, and right in the middle is Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> they're gonna like, <laughs> they're gonna like immediately have a really strong talk with him about carbs. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. Like, uh, I'm into Sam Merrill. Um, okay, the Nuggets for getting into this deal and not seemingly doing that much. Oh, I guess they gave him a future first time pick. They got R.J. Hampton, mm-hmm. uh, Nuggets the, ass pick, a guy who was the, like a top five recruit last year who had a bad. Uh, he's like a, he's like low gamble Emmanuel Mudiay. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a guy who was getting mocked as high as like ten or eleven, but mm. went to New Zealand. No one has any idea how he did last year, but he was a pretty acclaimed high school prospect, and I'm sure they were just like, at twenty four, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's and- weird they added more point guard, two point guards this offseason while losing so many front court players, but. But I think they thought they were keeping Jeremy Grant. Also, RJ Hampton's pretty big. Sure. Uh, no, this is, but this is like, they, they don't think he's doing anything next year. They're, this is like, right. Again, he's like going to sit out the whole year. I'm sure. Daniel yeah. I mean, he might play, but, but yeah, he's 19, you know? Uh, and then the Thunder ended up with George Hill. Zylan Cheatham, I don't know. Josh Gray, also don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darius Miller, uh-huh. Pelicans legend, making $7 million yeah, a year. Yeah. This. And then Kenrich Williams. Who I love. I love Kenrich Williams. He was, you know who else loved Kenrich Williams? Alvin Gentry. Uh-huh. Uh, he's pretty cool, actually. Uh, they had so many guys last year. He, like I... Like with like another coach who liked him, they just that was one of the problems of the Pelicans last year is that they legitimately had twelve guys they felt like they needed to play. Mm-hmm. Not a great way to make the playoffs. Uh, they also got a first round pick for the Nuggets and some more second round picks. Uh, I think they must have sent one of those. Wait, what happened to the? This is wrong. They're missing some stuff, aren't they? Because the didn't the. I thought the Bucks gave. Actual- I thought the Puck- Bucks gave up two actual first picks, too. first rounders too. Uh, this could be NBA.com. I think just- this is incorrect. Yeah, let's just oh. keep going. And then yeah. picks. I don't. I the Pelicans got picks. I don't think they gave up more picks to the Thunder than what they did in this trade. Um, uh, they got so the Pelicans got two future. They got two future first round picks from Milwaukee and the two. The swaps, yeah, yeah. They left out those. The two real picks, which is the weirdest thing to leave out. And then the Pelicans gave out uh, two of those twos. So, uh, okay, so the the Pelicans weird, sorry, the, anyway. uh, Doesn't matter, we're getting. Doesn't matter. What does Zachlo think? There are too many weeds. (laughs) Uh, Zachlo loved this one, man. Yeah, he loves this. This is a full beer trade. I think it's a full it's beer. It's so big. Steven it's Adam, it's Eric four Bledsoe, relevant teams, uh, lots of relevant players. 
complicated. It's a lot of guys he likes. He likes Drew Holiday a lot. He, he likes Stephen Adams. Yeah. He he, pro- he loves George Hill. I think he definitely likes George Hill. Yeah. Um, here's um, what Joey has to say about this yeah. trade, though. Um, I don't know about Stephen Adams, man. I know as a like NBA lover and a lover of like personalities. Of course, I love Stephen Adams. He hasn't been good at basketball in three years, and he's a weird fit with Zion. He looked rough, I yeah. would say, last year. Now, yeah, I mean, he was... I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm going to look at the stats real quickly. He was actually playing fewer minutes last year, yeah, but, but I think he got hurt. Here's the thing That's about the thing. Zion, though. You want, you want a guy to get the fuck out of the way so he can go to the rim. Uh, and that's not really Steven Adams, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think they just want to play him next to a center at least for two years. Sure. That's all. I'm, that's all I think. I think a lot of this is sort of like a short term, like, like yeah, Eric lets us a little overpaid, whatever. Right. Like, like um, I just think they they've decided that Zion's prime is two or three years from now. They're gonna d up until then. And I think Steven Adams was hurt last year. That's that's the only conclusion I can really draw. Like he missed a bunch of time. Uh, like all his rate stats are the same. He just seems like he was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't think that at 27 he's like washed up. He's sure. younger than you think. I just think you want a guy a little more nimble around Zion. You know, somebody he doesn't even really have to shoot. He just sort of has to be able to clear the lane in a fast amount of time for when Zion decides to rumble in there, you know? Well, the, the expectation is... The, sorry, the the extension is weird. But I, I get it, I think. Um. All right, Drew Holiday on the Bucks. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, that's wish they had Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, yeah, man. But, uh, you know, uh, do you uh, want to make more money? That's, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, or whatever happened. Whatever happened. Who knows? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, yeah, just, all uh, I know is it's a bummer because now somehow like the threat of tampering has been used for like the reason tampering exists, uh-huh. which like, is to keep a star in its in there in where like, they what? drafted him and yeah, like how how were people not tampering? A million times this this right. weird extended offseason. Like many of these deals have been done for weeks. Yeah. Um, either way, bummer. Uh RJ Hampton, very excited on the Nuggets. Uh George Hill, hope you end up on a contender when you get bought out, because you looked great uh the last yeah. two years. It's so hard and to And I tell hope that contender is the Golden State Warriors. All right. <laughs> uh-huh. That'll be tight. Um okay. Uh the Memphis Grizzlies added Desmond Bain. Here we go. The Grizzlies got. Oh wait, how many beers? Oh, we did that, right? Oh, one yeah, full beer, right? We both said a full beer. beer. Yeah, That's okay. a full beer, baby. He's he's he might even chug a lug a little bit, but there's no way Zach Lowe can down a beer in less than three gulps, right? No, even if he's, he's trying no to way. drink it fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a pretty. He is doing deal. the power hour every time he drinks a beer. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Um. So. Um. <laughs> 
This I feel like this can't be the correct way that this trade went. But just read it. We got to anyway, go. <laughs> the Grizzlies get Desmond Bain, pick number thirty, and Mario Hazonia. The Blazers get Ennis Cantor, and the Celtics get two future second round picks from the Blazers. Uh, I just the Grizzlies must have given up more than that. This doesn't have them giving up. <laughs> anyway, I'm pretty sure they gave up a first. Uh, right? I'm pretty uh, sure they did. Yeah, or they combined their two seconds to get to Desmond Bain, I think. The detail oh, oh, it's because the, the Celtics it it got really delayed because they were like, Who are we gonna keep? Gordon Hayward or or Brad Wanamaker? Mm-hmm. Or like and not never not everyone's gonna just bail on this terrible team. <laughs> um either way, classic Memphis getting the two coolest players in the trade, who are also yep. Uh, well, Hazonia is not young and also has no upside, but Desmond Payne's going to be very good for them. But he's yeah. much cooler than Anis Cantor. Worse than Anis Cantor, way cooler, though. Um, Anis Cantor, I guess the uh, the CIA needed him to keep an eye on Antifa. That's why they had him traded to the Blazers, right? Uh-huh. I um, think that's right, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think somehow maybe ditching Cantor was worth two second round picks to Memphis and they just sent those to Boston. Mm-hmm. But actually, I don't know. Who cares? Sorry. And then I, the I Celtics, you got somebody for Annis Cantor. Good job. Uh, yeah. I hate, I hate giving Danny Ainge. Um, this is an, this is a, I think Zach Lowe takes a sip of the beer oh. swishes it around his mouth and then spits it back in the bottle and oh, puts the wow. top back on. Um, <laughs> this is one that might actually make him change beers. Like he's like, I got to put this Heineken down and get like, like, a, oh, you know what it is? He took a sip and the beer's like a winter fest or some weird thing. And he's like, we got to go back to. Zach Lowe definitely is drinking a skunked beer too. <laughs> it's like one that's been in, it was for some reason in the vegetable drawer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it just somehow like just left over from packs. like a party his wife threw or two like and a half it, it months was, ago. Yeah. It was like in the freezer to chill out and he forgot about yeah. it. He put yeah. it in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. It's, so I think, I think one sip and then it's a new, it's not, he's not drinking more than one beer, but it's, it is a fresh. Beer sure. Yeah. Yeah. One. Um, we don't need uh, to talk. Pistons acquired Tony Bradley in the 38th pick. Whatever. Utah fine. gave up cash. Who cares? Um, uh, not the, That's a no beer. Um, Clippers get Clippers get Daniel Oturu for a Pistons second round pick from the Blake Griffin deal and the rights to 50th pick by T.S. Lasort. Um, which they traded that, later. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say that, like, I love getting um, – a center who put up like monster college numbers at the beginning of the second round mm-hmm. because that, that's like that's where that that guy's supposed to go sure like whatever if he uh if he's... but again this is a no this is a no beer no beer no beer uh nicks move up to 23rd overall the nicks yeah, get that's just 27 and 38 for 23 yeah who, who cares not but, a, not a drink uh odoka uh, azubuke good name though uh yeah that that's tight i can't believe he went 27 though mm-hmm. Um. Sure. No beer, though. What a name! Yeah. What a name! Uh, what a what a night for Nigeria. Um, uh, but yeah, this is this is an insane pick, by the way. At this <laughs> uh, the Bucks added the forty fifth pick in Jordan Nuara, 
and traded the Orlando Magic two second round picks. Cool. No beer. Uh, Jazz got Elijah. But congratulations. Hughes, Wait, hold cool, on. Hold yeah, on. I was going to say congratulations, Orlando Magic, on uh, trading a guy who definitely has a name that uh, guarantees he's going to be on the Orlando Magic at some point. <laughs> uh, right. Like there's just... never been a more NBA team match name as Jordan Nuara. N-W-O-R-A. It's the most... It's like the... It's Wesley Awundu 2. Um, <laughs> keep going, Sean. I'm going to just say, okay, so this Elijah Hughes deal, uh, this is not fair, but he went to Syracuse. It's not going to work out. No, you, well, you got to read the trade. Oh, sorry. Uh, Utah got Elijah Hughes by getting some future second-round pick and some cash. Uh-huh. No beer. And they got Elijah Hughes... East Carolina wing transfer to Syracuse. He scored a lot of points at Syracuse, but he went to Syracuse. Mm-hmm. So is your name Carmelo you... Anthony? Then you are not going to work yeah, out. Because otherwise you're Hakeem Warwick <laughs> or you're Dion Waiters or you're, I mean, it just, it, it's not a good legacy. Wesley Johnson, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, the Charlotte Hornets traded up to get Nick Richards dominant defensive player this year for Kentucky, and they gave up a second-round pick in 2024. No beer. Uh, the Pelicans were just basically pushing some of their extra picks mm-hmm. years. And, you know what? Good job. Uh, the Kings traded, de- picked up a 2022 second-round uh, trading with Memphis. Memphis this got, is a terrible uh, trade. Tillman. Yeah. And then they got Robert Woodard. The, the second, the most I heard about Robert Woodard is that he had a beautiful singing voice. Uh, no, Whereas they, Tillman. He, yeah, Xavier Tillman, every draft Twitter person loved Xavier Tillman. Yeah. He went to um, Michigan State. He's like 6'10. He rebounds. the stuff. same exact pick that Draymond no. Green was picked at and went to Michigan oh, yeah. State. That's trouble. Uh, well, and people were just saying that like the Raptors were definitely going to get him too. And I, I just feel like they're. I don't know. I mean, I understand if the Kings didn't care that it's like, yeah, that's that's a good price. But like, just I don't know. Uh, OK, uh, Oklahoma City, who drafted cash, gave them Cassius Winston, uh, who I love uh, in a second round pick for uh, Vic Crunchy. Vic Crenshaw and Admiral Schofield. Great. One of the oh, that's, greatest that names. is the greatest name trade of all time, I think. Uh-huh. Cassius Winston for Vit Krejci and Admiral Schofield. Look, none uh-huh. of those people are going to play in the NBA ever, but great names. Admiral Schofield, uh, <laughs> I think he might have... I did a college basketball all-name team. I think he came in third last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a great... He was, like, the, the best player with a crazy name. The one thing about Vit Krejci is he's giant. Mm-hmm. He also, but, uh, I believe, John Hollinger said... That was the first pick, uh, where he had where someone picked someone who was it who wasn't in his top ninety. Uh-huh. Um, so that's not a great. That's not a great. Sign. Yeah, he's he is a well. Also, he has like he like blew out his knee in the on the, in the lead up to the draft. I I look. I understand there's probably a lot of reasons not to get Cassius Winston. I think he is absolutely an NBA player though. Uh, all right. Well, this is our last real trade though. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Robert, the Blazers got Robert Covington mm-hmm. in exchange for the 16th pick, Isaiah Stewart, Trevor Reza, and a future one. I don't know the protections or the years on that. Who cares? Um, 
feels like kind of a steal considering what Robert Covington got traded for mm-hmm. for you know in February. Also, uh, this is Zach Lowe's drinking a full beer here. This is a great pickup by the Blazers. Oh, he loves he loves Covington. He's... One of the first great uh, moves for the Blazers in the offseason. We're gonna get to more, but the Blazers had a great offseason and uh Well, who was more perfect for them than Robert Covington? Yeah, he's like if um He's because he's basically like a combination of Mo Harkless and Al Farouk Aminu, right? Yeah, it's he, like if you took the best of all of those guys and put them in one person. Well, and he also he'll fit in great in Portland because he basically shits his pants in the playoffs. So that's <laughs> we love you, Portland. Uh, OK, that's all the draft day trades, I think. Uh, yep. So that we got through some trades. All right. Now. Let's talk signings, baby. No, we gotta go through. We gotta go through non-draft day trades. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Let's keep keep going. <laughs> hey, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, this was a signing. It became a sign-in trade. The Hawks signed Danilo Gallinari from the Thunder and ended up, for I'm sure salary cap reasons, sending a fake second-round pick. It's protected from 2025. It's not real. Wait, why not from here? Why don't we just go team by team? So let's oh, start with the Hawks. Team. Okay. Right? Okay. So yeah, the yeah, Hawks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's great. Okay, so the Hawks. Um, so let's go Let's go with the draft and free agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. These sign-in trades, who cares? Yeah, they who made... cares? Well, there, no one got anything real in a sign-in trade. And... Hawks, got, Hawks had a bunch of cap space this year. Yeah. And here's how they spent that. Now, officially, I don't think the other sign-in trade has been completed. Mm-hmm. But here's who they added. They drafted Onyeka Okongwu. Mm-hmm. Uh, great pick. USC center. Uh, great name, a uh, little bit short. It seems like he has a lot of tools. Like him as a lot, a freshman. He will uh, at least be Kenneth Fareed, he, but probably better. Um, I mean, I think he's not the offensive player, but way more of the defensive. Right, player. but you know what I mean? <laughs> Just like a little guy really hustling out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very fundamentally sound. He's just not that tall, but also whatever. I think um, his wingspan is like seven two or something. And then Skylar Mays, I don't know anything about him, but that name is tight as hell. Skylar Mays sounds like a, a beach volleyball Olympian. Yeah, dude. Karch Karai yeah. only wishes. <laughs> uh, Skylar Mays sounds like um, when I know someone who's famous, who's in their 60s, starts dating someone named in their 20s because he's rich, it, that person's name will be Skylar Mays, the person yeah. in their 20s. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Where she like, well, it, she did a little bit of modeling. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, this is the, the okay. So they signed. Hold on. Uh, they signed Danilo Gallinari mm-hmm. from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like it. One of the prime free agents should should probably be able to beat out DeAndre Hunter for that I would starting think so. job. I'm yeah, gonna say, yeah, yeah. probably it... a little more tools than Cam Reddish. <laughs> Uh, Kyle Herter's Kevin Herter's just never gonna play. Like he's his body is clearly made of wax. I feel bad for him because he's good, but yes, I think you're correct. Yeah, Um, Uh, not not an NBA frame. mm -hmm. I'm gonna say Uh, they signed Rayshon Rondo playoff Rondo. What a move! Because they also signed Chris Dunn. Love it. Seemed like a perfect compliment to Trey Young. (laughs) Um, I gotta say the Bulls. I 
I understand them not picking up that option because he definitely did get less money, but I'm I'm a big Chris Dunn fan. Yeah, me too. I think he's really good. And then they got Solomon Hill, who I had assumed had been on the Hawks at some point in the last year, <laughs> but he hasn't. You're I got thinking of say, Ivan Johnson, who's kind of like a murderer Solomon Hill. You know what no, I mean? But I just I just thought that in in the dumping of his contract, he had somehow oh, sure. spent a little bit of time in Atlanta. Um, I have to say the how tight Solomon Hill looked in the bubble has completely love changed people's perceptive perception well and it's different that he just he had gotten a lot of money and people mm-hmm. thought like it's it's again love the show but that's dunked on brain yeah where you start resenting a guy because of his salary instead of just being like you know what pretty decent eighth man yeah so um and also i gotta say I kind of think that bubble look has given him power. Uh, like, I think people overreacted in thinking of how cool he was. But at the same time, like, wouldn't you feel a lot more confident on a basketball court if you had that look? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, and then they also, of course, signed today Bogdan Bogdanovich. Bogdan Bogdanovich. And they, they poison-pilled the hell out of it to try to keep the Kings from matching. Uh, but which, the Kings weren't going to match anyway. They didn't even need to do that. <laughs> yes, so they have poisoned themselves. Like, like, oh, congratulations to that 15% trade kicker. Why would you ever consider trading Bogdan Bogdanovich? I don't know. If you have a million young guys who also play that position and you know, are like two years away from a cap crunch, yeah. like, why would you ever trade a And you have to sign John league? Collins now to like a yeah, pretty like, big deal. <laughs> Like then again, it's like it's not really clear that Trey Young's teams are good at winning. Like he is cool as hell, but you know. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's what I got on that one. Um, let's give them the guys they lost. This this like well, I don't feels... think we do guys who we lost because we'll do that when we do our full on division right, previews. Right. Okay, the, the Celtics drafted Aaron Neesmith. If it was uh-huh. Nesmith, I would feel differently. But also, we went to Vanderbilt. Peyton Pritchard, who is like. Who I well, thought was Kevin Pritchard's son when people would always talk yeah, about Peyton right. Pritchard because he grew up in Oregon and always played at that Nike Hoop Summit. But apparently he's not related to Kevin Pritchard. He just always was playing on, against the young guys on the Oregon team. I don't know, but he seems ridiculous. Um, it's the most Boston pick ever. He's very white, like as white as you can think. I saw him play a little bit in college, and at no point was I like definitely a first rounder. <laughs> but I'm also reverse racist, so who, yeah, who knows? Me too. Um, uh-huh. And then Yom Madar, who uh-huh. actually I saw like a really tight looking uh, highlight package for him, and his name's Yam or Yom, whatever. I'm into that, but he's the 47th pick. Like that's not a real guy. Um, and they added Tristan Thompson of the Cavaliers and Jeff Tig of the Hawks, and they retained. Taco Fall. What a uh, disaster offseason. <laughs> like two of the more depressing players in the NBA. I know some people are into Tristan and like he definitely does some specific things, but sometimes it is really hard to get to bounce back from like two pretty miserable years, mm-hmm. including like he was binaming up, right? Yes. Yeah. Because he was doing like spin moves on the break. Mm-hmm. Uh, he still has like a terrible relationship with a reality star. Mm-hmm. What I uh, will say about Tristan Thompson, yeah, is um, he's a more entertaining type of 
circus and better player than Ennis Cantor. Like, the circus level is the same, right? Yes. Where it's like, he's hanging out with Kardashians while Ennis Cantor is hanging out with the Clintons. Uh-huh. Um, so, it, it, the big difference, I would say, and he's a much better basketball player, but I would say the big difference is I would it's not, basic. I would not agree with that. Okay, he's... What does he Slightly do? Slightly better. He's a better defensive player, yeah. but he's like a worse rebounder, I think. No, he's a. I think he's a better defensive rebounder, but a worse offensive rebounder. I just feel like Cantor has a more discernible NBA skill, which is like getting rebounds and putbacks and scoring. Maybe. I don't know. I think Tristan Thompson is a pretty good defender. He's just not a rim protector in the traditional sense. But in like, the, adva- the advanced stance, the advanced stance always have him as a negative defender. Interesting. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Either way, uh, I think you're you're basically you're you're moving out of the Epstein plane and moving into a TikTok house. So I think yeah. that's positive. Um, yeah, it's, it's a little better, but it, <laughs> this is like this is like this is the I think this is like the contender move I believe the least in. And then sure. Jeff Teague is like. What are you doing, dude? That guy is. I just think he's toast. Yeah, and I think is he's that, been toast for crazy? three years. Like, like it, it just seems like, yeah, he he just turned thirty two. Um, On the plus side, yeah, uh, they re-signed Taco Fall, so yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, I, I mean, not for your basketball team, but for your like fan morale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're feeling, if you're feeling. You know, the upside to Jeff Teague is that uh, he seems to be responding okay to having devastating ankle a devastating ankle injury. Oh, but shit. Yeah. We forgot to do beers. How many beers did, uh, I mean, how much oh. of his beer did uh, Zach Lowe drink for the Atlanta Hawks, Sean? Oh, that's maybe the whole thing. Beer. It's the whole thing. Yeah. He drank the whole beer. I thought he might have, I thought he might have, like, maybe, like, coughed at the end. Mm. But <laughs> otherwise, yeah. <laughs> No, no, a lot happened with the Hawks. He's, that's a full beer. All right, what about the Boston Celtics? How much of a beer did he drink? Uh, you know, he thought about a second sip and then, like, shook his head mm-hmm. and put it down. But he he literally pushed it away from himself. Yeah, he was like, yeah. Yeah, like, like he, <laughs> he had, like, a moment. He saw his reflection in the glass. Like, you know, he's pouring it into a glass, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you think? <laughs> Uh, all right, so Sean, the Brooklyn Nets signed Jeff Green. That's other than that trade we already went over. Which... Um, Man, I'm sure he's on a minimum deal. I like what they did in general, but I just like, I like Jeff Green for them actually. Uh, yeah. Jeff well, Green Jeff- and Kevin Durant were destined to play together, and I'm glad they're reunited. Again. I'm glad they're uh, just get Harden and Westbrook in there now. All right, so, man, like, like I've been I've been harsh on Jeff Green, but like ninth or tenth man, great. Yeah, he's a good minimum player, sure. Um, they also they also dropped a bunch of guys that I don't like. So great, yeah. he's smelling a beer. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Charlotte Hornets. Um, well, added a lot of guys in the draft. They added Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Um, they gave him four years and $120 million. Should we play the... Yeah. Okay. I, set yeah. this up for me, Sean. So, Robin Hayward. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon Hayward's wife. Yeah. Herod and wife of... No, I, I don't know, but has a woman she's... ever hated her husband as much as Robin Hayward? <laughs> it doesn't seem like that's 
the case. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> she's famous for yelling at him for gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, she seemed to want him to leave. Utah. She took a picture. She did want him to leave Utah. She took a picture of her baby. (laughs) Yeah, like a day old. (laughs) Just Uh, like face down. (laughs) Um. If you haven't seen the picture of Gordon Hayward's baby. (laughs) That Robin Hayward put. Yeah, I'll see if I. (laughs) Uh, And she. Now she's she's she also seen... fought with people in Boston the entire time she was there, right? Uh, yeah, well, clearly did not seem happy. Um, uh, how much money did she give to Donald Trump? The maximum, I think, thirty five hundred. I think that's right. <laughs> I'll, you know what, you keep talking, and I'll figure that. out. All right. Um, so she <laughs> posted on Instagram the second this signing happened. One of the great. Instagram posts in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the most passive-aggressive things I've ever read. Um, and I didn't feel like either Sean or I could do it justice. So we got one of our friends to record it for us. Uh, I think she's the most perfect person we could have had do it, right, Sean? Do we know a person who would have nope, enjoyed nope. it more? <laughs> Considering this letter, no. I'm uh-huh. I'm glad I'm glad uh-huh. it even came to her attention and the details of the letter uh-huh. right uh-huh. up her alley. Um she's at Born Feral on Twitter. Uh she has a substack. She's one of my favorite writers. Yeah, she's great. Um, she has a podcast called Grift Horse. Uh, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, with uh, Howard Kramer. Um, she also has uh, a book she wrote with uh, the Meryl legendary Marco. Yeah. Meryl Marco yeah. called The Indignities of Being a Woman. It is a, it is a great... I really enjoyed this one. Um, and yeah, sign up for her uh, Substack. Yeah, just get her Substack. On, like, it, it's exclusivecontent.substack.com and it's way worth it. It's, it, it's like so... <laughs> I'm like, anyway, I really like it, and it only makes me feel bad that I'm like, oh, you just you just put these out every day, these great yeah. gems. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, one of the great thinkers of our time, one of the great <laughs> comedians. She has an album. She's got a lot of stuff. She's always yeah. buying stuff on eBay. You might know her from The Perfect Women on uh, uh, Adult Swim. adultswim.com that they canceled for no reason because adultswim.com is stupid. Uh, here is Megan Keister reading Robin Hayward's insane Instagram post. Contrary to the media in Boston, I've really enjoyed my time there and the relationships I made. I'm going to miss the community I lived in, from the local police officers for checking in on me every day, the wonderful friends I made at Roche Brothers who were always ready to chat when I was lonely, my wonderful neighbors, and of course my friends at the cheese shop. I couldn't have been as happy as I was without all of you. Trust is a hard thing to have in the NBA world, but I do trust my small community always had my back. We are grateful to them for keeping us company while Gordon was away. I'm excited to see my husband to show his talents again and play for Charlotte. We can't wait to start this adventure. (sighs) That was really good. Yeah, the great uh, job again. Once again, thank you to the Boston Feral. police 
for checking in on Robin Hayward every day. <laughs> that is that is like Look, okay, so that's the uh, headliner of the uh-huh. the post, that's a headliner is is like definitely at least strongly implying that uh, she was banging a lot of cops. Yeah, um, two time Trump donor in 2016. By the way, I didn't see any donations from this cycle because uh, no, she shame. definitely donated this cycle. Uh, I just think they donated as Gordon. Maybe uh, it came out anyway. Doesn't matter. Um, but. That's not even my favorite line, Sean, from the Instagram post. Uh, first off, I love all my friends at the cheese shop upside down smiley emoji. Oh, yeah, that's. <laughs> and what's upsetting about that to me, if I were dealing with Robin Hayward every day at that cheese shop, is that she plugged the Boston police. She plugged Roche Brothers. She won't name my cheese shop. Oh, right, right, exactly. And I didn't, I, here's what I did. I didn't know what Bro, Roche Brothers was, and I looked it up. And it's, it's like, a really bougie the most, expe- yeah, it's like the most expensive uh, supermarket chain you could go to. Uh, I believe it's like, like a Wesley, Wellesley staple. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to ask Hayes Davenport about uh, he, he Roche is Brothers when we expert. get him, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I also yeah, like, like that it opens like, with contrary to the media in Boston. <laughs> right, which is just like... Well, okay, so so here are her friends that she listed in here. Uh-huh. Employees at a fancy supermarket. Mm-hmm. Employees at a cheese shop. Employees and, of the taxpayers of Boston. <laughs> yeah, and well... And also, like, we do not know what's going on with those cops. But that's not any actual friends. Right. Mm-hmm. I just like, I mean, I mean, you're the people who work at those shops that aren't uh, like Instagram insp- influencer aspiring multimillionaires are not her are not your friends. Mm-hmm. Should we play and Megan sure, reading it again? What's that? Should we play Megan reading that again? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to play it one more time. (laughs) Contrary to the media in Boston, I've really enjoyed my time there and the relationships I made. I'm going to miss the community I lived in. From the local police officers for checking in on me every day, the wonderful friends I made at Roche Brothers who were always ready to chat when I was lonely, my wonderful neighbors, and of course my friends at the cheese shop. I couldn't have been as happy as I was without all of you. Trust is a hard thing to have in the NBA world, but I do trust my small community always had my back. We are grateful to them for keeping us company while Gordon was away. I'm excited to see my husband to show his talents again and play for Charlotte. We can't wait to start this adventure. Um, anyway, we got to go back to moves. Uh, what do you think Zach Lowe's doing here? You know, and he he like drank about half a beer really fast. I yeah, I think he's sort of thought about. Yeah, I think he's thinking a lot about what's going on here in Charlotte. But imagine giving Gordon Hayward four years and one hundred twenty million dollars, dude. Like, like, I, I just like (laughs) it. It is unthinkable. I mean, I I maybe mentioned that 
I thought it was Nick Batoon out, white Nick Batoon mm-hmm. in. But Gordon Hayward, are we sure he's good, Joey? <laughs> I mean, he he seems like he's definitely. I will say, okay, but he I... missed a lot of games last year. Bill Simmons uh, called it the worst free agent signing in Boston history on his oh, podcast oh, this oh, week. Oh, 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 signing Hayward at all. Yes, yeah, yeah. I can't think of a worse one <laughs> offhand. Well, he meant of all four sports, oh, not just oh. uh, the Celtics. Wow, I can't speak to the Bruins or... No, I guess the Patriots didn't pay a lot of money for Albert Hainsworth. And I guess J.D. Drew won them a World Series at one point. Um, yeah, and at that point, their owners weren't weirdly cutting money for no reason. Yeah. I can't think of a worse Red Sox. I mean, there's like guys who have. I, I'm very curious as to what Matt Clement made. <laughs> um, he, but he also, of course. Did he bring up Len Bias while talking about Gordon Hayward's injury? Wait, did he? Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> oh my when he was God. talking about the signing. Because he was like, <laughs> it was like, we signed him and then he just, we never got the Gordon Hayward we signed. It was sort of, you know, it's not on the tragedy of Len Bias, but it was sort of like oh Len God. Bias. He was Len Bias. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... He is not the worst free agent signing. Of course not! Of course he's not. I don't think he's the worst Celtics free agent signing. (laughs) Okay, I will say Matt Clement signed in 2005 with the Red Sox, uh, who they chose over Pedro Martinez, Mm -hmm. obviously. Racist-ass city. Uh, They gave him like $25 million in in 2005, and he pitched... uh, 44 games for them. Very cool. Yeah. Um. All right. We can't talk about baseball. We're only yeah. on the C's. Uh, the Chicago Bulls, Sean. Yeah. Uh, they Chicago. drafted uh, surprise draft pick Patrick Williams, and then they added, of course, Garrett Temple. <laughs> Garrett Temple was just destined to be on the Bulls. Yeah. Like, whether... Whether Tibbs was there, whether Boylan was there. Yeah, it's just really unfortunate he missed Tom Thibodeau's reign there. Um, Yeah, it's it's like, Garrett, there's just certain guys that spend a year or two in Sacramento where you're like, you know what, they should have been in Chicago first or after. And they did. Um, Patrick Williams, like, I was surprised he went number four. I'm I'm always dubious of, like, the guy who kind of climbs the draft board for no reason. But he also seems cool. So seems pretty cool. At least they didn't get Denny, you know what I mean? And they got yeah. Devin Dotson, who I think is also cool, but yeah. might never play a game in the NBA. Um. Okay, uh, I think Zach Lowe, is he drinking a beer even for this, though? I mean, I think he's like, I think this makes him decide between two mediocre beers. I think he smells the beer. Yeah, like, uh, like I think he, he opens it like, to smell it. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think he, I, I'm going to say he... He holds it gently against his temple, and it's kind of like not that cold. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers drafted Isaac Okoro, which we liked. Uh, I think both of us like that move. Love, love Isaac also. Okoro. Wish he uh, wasn't on the Cavs because it's a waste. Some, afraid, it's, they... afraid we're looking at Michael Kidd Gilchrist too here. Yeah. Um, uh, somehow acquired Javale McGee. McGee. <laughs> 
uh, re-signed Matthew Delvadova uh-huh. and acquired Damian Dotson uh-huh. from the Knicks. Uh, it's possible I just like guys named Dotson. I kind of, whatever. This is so inconsequential. Zach Lowe is actually not even turning off a podcast for this one that he's right. listening to. to <laughs> I don't think he listens to podcasts. Do you? He listens to like the ESPN ones. He listens to Wendy. Yeah, you might be right. Um, Wendy and Jackie Mac. Jackie Mac's not there anymore, dude. She's on the ringer. Well, I I have not listened to Wendy for a while. I'll be honest. <laughs> Bumming me out. Uh, uh, Wendy's been good. Get back on the Wendy train. He's been saying some crazy things lately. Okay, He's been Wendy. great. I'm talking I'm, about aggregators. You missed it all. You know. Just... I'll ca- I'll catch up. <laughs> uh, the Mavericks added Josh Green, um, Tyrell which, Terry, and, and Tyler Bay. Uh-huh. All like solid dudes. They added Josh Richardson and James we Johnson. We talked about and, that, and then and Wessel Wundu, which is like all of these guys seem like they're potentially good fits around Luka Doncic. I just uh, like they finally got a backup for uh, um, Dorian Finney-Smith and Wessel Wundu. <laughs> um. And uh, <laughs> it's a little weird that Delon Wright is gone now, but I think it's like. We didn't I mean, even it, talk about that trade. Well, it, it's um, we'll going to come up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that one, I, I don't even understand what happened in that trade. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess, I, should I, should I? No, we'll, we'll get to it. Okay. Uh, uh, I think this is, again, this is a full three quarters of a beer for all. Yeah, uh, I think he's exactly. Loves, think, loves thinking about good players Sixers are playing with Luca. Well, a lot of these guys are are guys Zach, you know, might think he likes. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these guys could be. Uh, I can't believe he hasn't changed the name yet. Luke Walton All Stars, mm-hmm. and again, that <laughs> means an unheralded role player and not a rich white man who gets away with sexual misconduct uh-huh. uh, because of his family and uh, position and connections. Right. Uh, okay, Nuggets. Uh, drafted Zignahi, traded for RJ Hampton, added Jamichael Green, mm-hmm. uh, and they added a guy named Facundo Campazzo. Yeah, from Real Madrid. This is where we're gonna have to break our rule and talk about who they lost, though. I think. Yeah, we are. We are because it's interesting. It's it's so funny that it's Jamichael Green too, because Jeremy Grant. Now again, the Nuggets might be blowing smoke about this, but I tend to believe it. Uh, said they matched the Pistons' three-year, $60 million offer mm-hmm. for Jeremy Grant, and Jeremy Grant just wanted to play more, which... Well, no, feels... that's not what he said. He wanted more of a role in the offense, he said. Oh, well... That's okay. a bad that... sign. And then there's also... Uh, I'm not even going to get out of the room. Um, but it's... It, he seemed like a pretty ideal player for the Pistons, yeah, uh, for the Nuggets, despite yeah. having some deficiencies, and it's really weird that it was like Jamichael Green who feels, uh, like the poor man's Jeremy Grant. Is he a little bigger than Jeremy Grant, though? Like, uh, isn't he more of a big man where Jeremy Grant can sort of be a fake wing? I mean, I think that was the idea, but uh, well, let me let me look at their stats. Hold on. I also think Jermichael Green might be a better three-point shooter. 
He, I think he is a better yeah. three-point shooter. Uh, he, they're the same height, but Jim Michael Green weighs like 15 pounds more. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually a better three-point shooter, though not maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a better three-point shooter. He's actually, but Jeremy Grant's been killing it recently from three, mm-hmm. and he plays a lot more minutes. But, but he's, he also plays with uh, a man who exists just to get other people open shots. So well, and also Jeremy Grant is four years younger, mm-hmm. and like I don't know. I mean, I mean, he's the guy that you could definitely. I think the Nuggets would have been happy to give him a three or four year deal. Either way, I think the Nuggets are really counting. They're putting a lot of chips here on Michael Mark Porter Jr. Yeah. being better. Um, also, Facundo Campazzo, real weird player. Um, I think people are going to like him. He's a he's kind of like um, oh, who's the bad Santa of the NBA? What's that guy's name? Why can't I remember it? The old man who smokes and eats hamburgers who came to the Clippers, Sean. Oh, Pablo Prigioni. Yeah, no, not Pablo Prigioni. The other guy. Oh, oh uh, the guy who was Patrick Beverly's alias, Milos Teodosic. Yeah, yeah. He, this guy's kind of like 5'11", clean-cut, non-smoking Teodosic. Yeah. Um. So that's weird. Um. But, you know, whatever. Uh, I think the Nuggets got worse. What does Zach Lowe think? He's ended this. This is two-thirds of a beer. Yeah, I think Campazzo and Jamichael Green are going to be real Zach Lowe players, you know? Uh-huh. But no, they they definitely like... And then, and then I mean, we're not really getting into that much. I mean, obviously, Mason Plumlee has been exiled from Denver for, for blowing that coverage on Anthony Davis. His logo is so funny. A if you haven't seen the letter... Thing. If you haven't seen the letter Mason Plumlee wrote... The fact that Mason Plumley has a logo is very funny, and also it could not be a worse logo. Um, check it out. Uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting because I always compare him to Myers Leonard. Uh huh. And how many? It it could not be worse. It's <laughs> it looks like like a like a horny child's uh-huh. <laughs> way of uh, I I can't even get into it. It looks but. like a cartoonist, like a like a it, dirty cartoonist logo. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it's a <laughs> sneaky, dirty phrase. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. It looks uh, like a like the guy who like wrote for like some Hugh Hefner branded Mad magazine. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> like the editor of whatever that magazine's yeah. <laughs> logo would be. All right. Uh the Detroit Pistons, Sean, did don't understand. They acted drunk. I don't understand anything so they is, did. Just read everything they added. This is every person they added. Even Killian though we Hayes. talked about some of these people already. Yeah. Uh Killian Hayes, the seventh overall pick. Uh French guard with American Europe playing dad who starred in a second division German league. Too much. Team. Just keep going. Like Just read man. names. Uh, yeah, I sure. Stewart, Sadiq Bay, and a guy named Saban Lee. Right. What I will say is Hayes and Bay picks that make sense. The rest, yeah, yeah. I don't. The rest of everything they did make no sense. Hayes is like a perfect guy to take seven in this sure. draft. Uh, they traded for DeLon Wright, Zanin Musa, who I incorrectly slandered. Um, Rodney Magruder and Dwayne Dedman. Uh, they also signed in free agent Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumley, Jaleel Okafer, and Josh Jackson. Mm-hmm. So, as far as I can tell, 
I mean, that's that's twelve new players. Uh huh. And they, and they still have Blake like, Griffin and Derrick Rose. <laughs> but everyone else is gone. Yeah. It feels like. Uh is Galloway's gotta be gone. Yeah, he signed and somewhere today. Out. Yeah. Um Makers out. Look, I still don't totally understand what even came in and came out. I like the idea of just having five overpaid picks. centers. No, no, no. I yeah. like I like like <laughs> Like, whatever the value proposition in Luke Kennard for the 19th pick, that's fine. How did they give up four second-round picks in that deal? <laughs> I don't understand it. Why were they signing? I mean, they've added... I mean, that's four centers and at least one... Isn't Musa, like, 6'9"? No, Musa's a guard. Oh, okay. And again, You're thinking I'm of Kuruks again. Damning him. But he's 6'9". He's still 6'9". What? No, he's not. He's 6'9 and 215. I have seen him. He's not 6'9". I'm just saying that's what he's listed at. He's like 6'6", Max. He's not 6'9". All right, keep going. And I don't know. <laughs> I Anyway, he's a small forward. Sure. Um. Anyway, just none of this makes sense. No. But I think, I think Zach Lowe... Might drink a whole beer is out of Is Svee going to play? Is he going to stay there? Is Svee still going to be there? He is not moving. I think they maybe extended him early. Good. Svee's tight. Uh, it's time. It's Svee's time to shine. <laughs> oh, it's also weird that he was in college for 12 years and is still like 20 years old. <laughs> He's 23 now. Um... Yeah, the Ukrainian sharpshooter with, yeah, they they exercise his option. Good. So he he's loves fee. Um, I mean, again, all of this makes sense if you're just if they were just acquiring dudes and like banking on the draft picks. But then, like, I under I guess I understand why Jeremy Grant left the Nuggets, but why would why would he go to the Pistons? <laughs> I mean, for the money, I get that, but like. I don't understand why that made sense for them either. <laughs> and Okafor and Plumley, like, I just don't under and what Dwayne Devin, just... dude. <laughs> well, and just keep Christian Wood, and then they. Well, then didn't they stretch Dwayne Deadman? Actually, uh, that might have just happened. <laughs> they they stretched someone much weirder, though. They they got they acquired. Um, oh, they stretched Ariza, right? They stretch yeah, yeah. Zaire Smith because Ariza's not even on this list. Where's Trevor Ariza? Did he move? Did they move already? Uh, I think he ended up. Oh yeah, he's back on the Rockets. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so this is this is. I've heard someone saying they traded Bruce Brown for a worse, more expensive player in Zanon Musa, mm-hmm. and then they've waved and stretched Deadman. They've waved and stretched Zaire Smith. So that's where Tony Bradley. They had so now they've like so they so it's Tony. Okay, so they traded Snell for Deadman, so they stretched Deadman's salary, mm-hmm. but he only oh okay oh okay so he had he's making thirteen this year and next year next year's salary is only a million, mm-hmm. so they're stretching it for five years, so he's going to be on the books. For just under three million. But why do that? I, 
saves them a million dollars this yeah, year? But you know what would save them um, $13 million for five years? Keeping him instead of signing Mason Plumley. <laughs> yeah, because they're giving Mason Plumley <laughs> like $13 million a year, right? I don't think he got that much, right? I think it was like three for... God damn it. We're look. We're not going to do this for every team, but hey, everything was so confusing. Three and twenty-five for Plumley. Three and twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure that the third year is probably. I don't know. I I was going to say I'm sure the third year is not guaranteed, but I don't know that. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I don't really know what they're doing. <laughs> Because they're training these guys and then waving and stretching them. It's like, <laughs> eat the money this year. They just, also still have Blake Griffin and Derek Rose on their team. They also just stopped paying Josh Smith last year. <laughs> he was still on the books. What is happening in Detroit? I just feel like there's going to be... There, uh, look, I've I've referred to Sam Presti as trying to trade like a paperclip for a house. No, you had it the other way. You said well, I thought, I thought he might. Oh well, I just thought that he has all these picks. He might end up with like a paperclip at the end of it because he. Like, no, gets I believe confused. what you said is he might get. In confused. the end, he started with he's going to start with Kevin Durant and end up with a single red paperclip. Oh, oh no! I, I I mean yes, but but no, I just meant, I just meant he might get confused with all the picks. That's that was all I was saying. But but Troy Weaver, it's like I don't. What is the end game? The, signing free agents, like but but this is what they did with their cap space. Again, they signed Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumley, Jaleel Okafor, and Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson then, is def- defensible. Yes, the but, rest of them I don't understand, but. Who's even on? It's just so hard to see who's even on the roster. <laughs> what well, Zaire Smith didn't didn't even end up on this list of their million transactions. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not. I don't know why you traded Bruce Brown. I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I don't know why you waved Jordan Bone today. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Uh. Do they know? Also, it seems like they signed a lot of people to be in front of Siku Dumboya. Yes. Who they drafted like sixth last year. No, I mean, he was like 15. Whatever. But, but he he's also like the youngest player in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, but also there's so much of it. Maybe that was his strategy. Like you can't, how do you even it's like a smoke it? screen for his real plan? <laughs> Like, okay, say you assign someone a 50-page thesis, and they just present it to you with, like, as confetti. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's what it feels like. It's it's so hard to piece this together. I can't just... But, but my gut instinct is to give it an F. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about a team very near and dear to our hearts. Uh, the Golden State Warriors. Oh wait, what did we decide Zach Lowe's doing with a beer on this? I think I think he like drank it really fast, but almost like out of confusion and fear. I think for the first time in, in his life, he's opening a second beer. <laughs> he's so baffled. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I think this is when he opens the arrogant bastard ale. <laughs> <laughs> I need the hard stuff. Is how he refers to it too. Um, a bit of that ooch. Um, okay, so the warriors. Mm-hmm. Honestly, pretty simple. Well, what, what we should mention first, I don't think we've mentioned it on a podcast yet, right? Uh, is they immediately got worse and in, in classic old Warriors fan fashion. I was depressed before the draft even started uh-huh. when they yep, had a yep. lottery pick. Um, uh, yeah. Because 10 minutes before the draft started, Clay Thompson tore his Achilles. Yeah, and I've been, I guess we talked about it on the Patreon, but this was like, I was so bummed in in a draft that both as... I literally I mean, stopped texting Sean on draft night because he was making me too sad. Yeah, I and was I was trying like, to be an optimist. I was just like, I was so bummed about it. I love Clay. I was so hopeful for him. I just feel like the way he plays is so fun. The way he is is so fun. He works so hard. Like his, he honestly, it almost seemed like he was like moving out of his parents' house, getting his own place, like had his own CBD business. Uh, I, I was just really bummed. I was really bummed about it. And it also just like, I mean, it, it, I'm more just in the same way I felt after the finals in 2019, where it's, he's just my favorite dude, you know? And the Warriors obviously are not really, uh, a title contender in the same way, obviously. But I mean, I feel the same way as I did last finals where it's like, I'm disappointed at this team not winning the championship, but mainly I'm, I feel bad about Clay Thompson, you know? Sure. Um, I have gone the exact opposite route as Sean. Uh I was sad for two days and now I'm just fucking psyched, baby. Uh, I'm a total optimist. I believe Clay's going to be fine. He's still six, seven. He can shoot. Uh, don't declare him dead. Look, Joe Lacob's already dipped his toe in creating $30 million medical, new medical technologies. I don't doubt for a second that he's not going to get Clay Thompson some weird blood boy robot uh-huh. mesh Achilles and a- ACL. And getting into their moves, I like them. I'm in. The only one I'm not in on, Nico Mannion. Get him out of here, man. Oh, I already do not look looking at that guy's face. Um, I'm, I, well, okay, so so here's the moves they made. Um, Clay Thompson also will be out uh, for at least a third to a half of next season because of the timing, too. Uh-huh. Um, they drafted James Wiseman, second overall. I think you and I probably are split on this, but no, not I've talked as myself into it, it now. I've talked myself into him now. I just um, don't. I think there's like, I guess, I guess it's just that a lot of the scouting reports seem to have been like eh, his stats weren't that good in high school, but then other reports have just been like, look at him. He's there's there's not like a knock on him. As a kid, you know what I mean? Like, he he got in trouble for something that was not related to him in college. Penny Hardaway uh, gave him money to go to the school that he, the high school that he coached. And then for yeah. some reason, that meant he had to be suspended from the NCAA. Yeah, I think, I think he's going to be like, 
also like a guy that um, jumps to block shots too much is kind of like, oh, well, a 7'2", 19-year-old with an incredible vertical leap tries to block shots too much. That's that's okay with me. Like, I think he'll get it under control, but also it's kind of fun to watch that anyway, um, even if it's bad. I, um, the thing that talked me into him is uh, the fact that uh, in the last year he's put on, like, 25 pounds of muscle and it appears to be the only NBA player who's, like, wor- I mean, the only one of these draft guys who, like, really, really worked hard. Yeah, um, here, here's here's my my main thing is fuck college basketball. Yeah, exactly. At least you didn't have to be on a fucking college basketball team doing bullshit for a coach that's almost certainly an asshole. No. And instead he got to just work with coaches helping him develop his game and not worry about playing like Murray fucking state. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, we're talking about this too much though, because there's something yeah. else we need to talk about here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um then they got Nico Mannion. Um, I feel a little differently than you just because he got picked 48. Have you seen his face though? No, I, I don't like watching him or anything. I'm just like anybody that was maybe projected to go in the lottery that you pick up at 48. I'm just I'm just like always if you get someone else's lottery pick for very cheap, like I would That's agree. That's why I'm into the Pistons getting Josh Jackson. Like, I mean, I would agree with you, except uh, by the time the draft rolled around, everyone had pretty much decided he wasn't even the best point guard on the uh, there now. And I feel like the only reason he got drafted is because he went to Arizona. Um, no, he was a he was a huge prospect coming out of high school. I know. I understand that part, but. It was later after he wasn't very good and like Grant Riller and like t- other p- other point guards were on the draft. Cassius Winston, like other scouts had a, them much higher. But guess what? Steve Kerr insisted they take the guy from Arizona because everything is they're always no. picking up guys from Arizona. It's the 48th pick. <laughs> like, like, I just think it's it's like I'm his coach is about to get fired. Yeah. His college coach is like under FBI investigation. Either way, look at his face. I don't want to look at it. No, I don't. Uh, I don't love it. But but at forty eight, <laughs> fine. Uh, and then they it's also took a man who doesn't exist named Justinian Jessup. Justinian Jessup, please do. Please look up what he looks like. <laughs> and he's like a draft and stash. But like, why? He went to Boise State. His name is Justinian Jessup. <laughs> he went to Boise State. He's American, but somehow is a draft and stash. Who's going to Australia? Like, like it sounds like if you heard about Justinian Jessup was going to Australia, you'd be like, like obviously Mormon he's missionary. a debtor. No, the debtor <laughs> spreads it, Joey. Um. Uh, anyway, more I, importantly, I'm so out on this guy. That actually, that might be why I'm feeling better about Nico Mannion. That three picks later, <laughs> they made this, but also late second round pick. You know. Look, I had my dudes I wanted, Look, but... They didn't take Paul Reed, though, Sean. Yeah. I... For, with either no of these one picks. Took it. Oh, no, the Sixers, no, the Sixers like did. Or yeah. Look, yeah, I, I... it's the Shake Milton thing. He's going yep. to be playing in a year for the Sixers. Who went, like, almost exactly the same yeah. spot, too. Um, okay, but their their big trade was sort of Kelly Oubre, yeah. which cost them... $350 million <laughs> yeah. in luxury tax um, or whatever people we've gone over this, but, but just, we went over it on the Patreon. You're right. though, we need to here. say this. Yeah. We need to say this for all the people. Look, the person who asked Kelly Oubre yesterday 
if he was worth $84 million, has their brain broken and needs to, like, really look in the mirror. Because oh, yeah, it, that is it, disgusting. Yeah, it's on him. But also, um, don't feel like the owners are giving you a gift for paying the luxury tax for their insanely profitable basketball team that is also tripling or quadrupling in yeah. value since the time. Joe Lacob, by trading for Kelly Oubre, has just acted how we should expect the owners to act. Yes. To try and to spend money to make their basketball teams better because it's a basketball team. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to – what are you supposed to say to your season ticket holders who are paying a million dollars in your weird venture capital tech asshole palace in San Francisco uh, that are paying a million dollars a year for courtside seats in a fucking wine cellar? You're like, oh, the ta- the luxury tax is too hard. We can't try to win. Even though Clay Thompson is out, our hands are tied. I mean, the thing is, is those – about the repeater tax? The funny thing is, is – those assholes in the with the wine cellar are actually the only fans who would accept that as a answer. Oh right, they'd be like, oh, they'd be like, oh, I totally like, understand. Yeah, you're, you you've yeah. got to answer it to your stockholders. Yeah, what? But no, it's 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 just like, it's thank so you, ridiculous. John Galt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, look, I will buy that from the Indiana Pacers and their um, mall empire. Like like the but no, the you shouldn't on though. Things. Ball walking. Well, I feel I feel bad for that guy. No, He's don't feel bad for that year. guy. He bought the Pacers for like twenty million dollars, and he could sell them tomorrow for like seven hundred million. I'm just like he he is only specifically a man who I'm like, oh, you lost like a quarter of a billion dollars in six months. Like I I understand that guy's hesitation, but like Joe Lacob, I'm sure he was getting richer in the pandemic. Yeah. As were most of the other minority owners. Like, you look and you're like, huh, that's weird that the Amazon CEO uh, got $100 million richer during this pandemic. Like, like I'm sure Joe Lacob has just been, like, on the ground floor of Regeneron and, like, shorting all the fake drugs that Trump talks about. You know, like, they're fine. But, but also, anyway, Joe you Lacob, owe this to your people when you when you charge these guys insane personal seat licenses, like, but I don't even think it's the per- it's not even just the personal <laughs> seat license thing. Uh-huh. You, as the owner of a basketball team, you owe the fans <laughs> oh, spending to money to, yeah. to be a, put a better thing on the court, and fans shouldn't, and the media shouldn't be sucking owners' dicks so hard. That they pay the luxury tax one time, like, that's charity they're giving their fans. First off, the luxury tax doesn't fucking exist. It's like a (laughs) made-up thing that they just decided, yeah, it's gonna be 30% less this year. Like, it's fucking bullshit. Like, who gives a shit? They decided that unilaterally, as if it's an actual thing. It's not a thing, and Joe Lacob, look, I hate I, you know, I hate saying anything nice about Joe Lacob, but like he's acting how we should expect owners to act. Yes, it shouldn't be. Well, and also you hear this about Kelly Oubre and and these frantic Bobby Marks tweets about how much it's expected. No one bats an eye when a team just just dumps everyone on their roster with three months to go in the season. Yeah, with people who have bought full season tickets, it's just like, yep, that's just how it is. Whereas it's like, oh my God, this angel, this angel investor, 
dropped in to grant us with Kelly Oubre. But and who I'm I'm also very excited. But about. what's crazy about it is they reported Joe Legup doing that as if it was a negative. Oh yeah. To like do Tillman Fertitta and Mark Lazary a fucking favor. Uh-huh. Like, right. like wow, I can't and now they're asking Kelly Oubre, like guess what? Like both Kelly Oubre and the Warriors think he's worth eighty four million dollars, or else they wouldn't have done it. Here's the other bullshit. Kelly Oubre's not signing a new contract. Kelly Oubre agreed to a contract already. Yeah. It's not like he gets eighty four million dollars. <laughs> He's playing out yeah. his contract for twelve. <laughs> well, he also willingly signed with a team, was traded away to a bullshit team, and then they said, "Well, where would you like to be traded?" And he's like, "I guess the Warriors." No one was ever like that. Was such that was such a such a such a tragedy for the Suns to trade away loyal Kelly Oubre. He could have gone anywhere, but he stayed with us in the Phoenix Suns. It's just like fuck that guy. He's not worth eighty four million dollars. Yeah. A anyway. guy who had the, oh, a guy who had the who had the audacity to hurt his knee last year. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm high on the Warriors, baby. I like Kelly Oubre. I like I'm I like James Wiseman. I like Brad Wanamaker. Oh, yeah, I like the other guys I like Kent Bazemore. Brad Wanamaker and Kent. I think they're gonna sign Glenn Robinson the third. Like, look, are they gonna win a championship? No, but. Can they be the fifth seed and be really fun having a lot of guys who just jump and dunk really high while Steph Curry does crazy Steph Curry things? Hell yeah. You know, the only thing that worries me about their season besides health, uh, the fact that Steve Kerr isn't is going to uh, not let Steph Curry touch the ball every time. Yeah, that's the can't. only thing that can stop them. Well, he is, also, he also, like the Lincoln Project is winding down, so yeah. Steve's going to have to focus his attention on basketball. The now. only, the only thing that can stop them is Steve Kerr not realizing that this needs to be a team that runs and runs a pick and roll every single time, or he invites the architects of the Iraq War to talk <laughs> to the team. Um. Zach Lowe, what's he giving this? I think he's intrigued, but not fully on board. Uh, I think he's drinking it to the label. Uh, I think it's half a beer, and he would have chugged it if they'd gotten Marcus Hull. Mm-hmm. But I think a full halfy, Full halfy there. All right. Houston Rockets, Sean. They added uh, Christian Wood, someone named Jay Sean Tate, Boogie Cousins, mm-hmm. uh, who weirdly no one was talking about uh, his... The extreme domestic abuse and threatening to kill the mother of his child, uh, and then Kenyon Martin Jr., which, which is so, I don't know anything about this guy. It doesn't just, matter. He's Kenyon Martin Jr. Like, whatever, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah that's cool. He rules. Uh, um, weird lost team. So many players. <laughs> they lost so many players, and it's unclear what they're going to do with their stars. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Eleven guys out, four guys in so far. <laughs> I love it. I honestly don't even know what to say. Um. But they added two I, <laughs> centers. Fuck you, Maury. I don't mean that. I love Daryl Maury. I just mean that's what Tillman is saying. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is absolutely what Tillman that's is saying. That's me channeling Tillman. Again, Daryl Maury, come on around. Well, we'll just ask you about musical theater. It'll be fine. Uh-huh. Um, the the Pacers drafted Cassius Stanley, and that's it. Wait. Uh, oh, tra- no, hold on. Uh, we need to do what Zach Lowe thinks about the Rockets. Oh, sorry, you're right. You're right. The Rockets. Um. 
I think it will. I think he's saving the beer out? until they do a big move. Yeah, it's he like, puts he puts a beer in the like in an ice box. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got like a portable thing, and it's it's always like annoying. It's always like leaking because he always mm-hmm. forgets the yeah, beers yeah. are in there. But it's this one's on actually porch. on ice. It's and- <laughs> It's it's he's not gonna drink it, but he's he's like I'm gonna savor this one mm-hmm. when when the something happens here. Happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, the Indiana Pacers didn't do anything. Another team that was supposed to like trade all their players or whatever and have done oh. nothing. Um, yeah, they didn't. I mean, I, I'm kind of. I think that's a kind of a good move. Me actually. too. Like, I'm happy they didn't sign um, Gordon Hayward. I don't understand. Did they release the guy that they? Got Jalen Leck. Oh no, he ended up on the Thunder somehow. Remember? No, but they they didn't they treat TJ leave to the. Oh thunder? yeah, maybe he's maybe they haven't maybe he just hasn't made this list we're looking at yet. Yeah, it's probably it's probably I, I bet it hasn't been finalized. Yeah, that guy's cool. Um, he looks he looks kind of tight. Like I don't know. Um, Look, he, he he didn't he didn't go to college to play basketball, so I already like him. <laughs> All right, so uh, All right, we're going to give we this one an NA on the Zach Lowe um, beer scale. Yeah, which means he, they added he thought Serge about Ibaka, cracking a non-alcoholic beer. Luke Kennard, which we talked about. And then Jay Scrub, baby. Um, I think Zach Lowe is pretty pumped about this. I'm not super pumped because <laughs> uh, Serge Ibaka is tight. Um, and... Uh, I don't. You prefer he wasn't on the Clippers. I would prefer he wasn't on the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> somehow. Oh, yeah. I think they've. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I'm. I don't really have a problem with anything that they did. Like, uh, it's you know, Canard seems like he can. Dribble. I don't and... really feel like they fixed their main problem, though. Um, Serge Ibaka is certainly better than Montrose Harrell, um, but they still don't have a guy who can pass the ball. Right. I think that's the idea, is that Luke Kennard takes over some of the initiating, whereas Landry was uh, just sort of spotting up and kind of lost last year. Mm-hmm. I still like him, but... I kind of get what they're doing. I don't know. Like, look, Surge is great. I love Surge. He's going to be really helpful. But, uh, yeah. And also, I will say they 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 re-signed Marcus Morris and extended him. Somehow mm-hmm. not able to match the minimum contract that Markeith Morris, <laughs> arguably an equivalent Morris... They share a bank account. The money does not matter. They essentially paid Markeith Morris whatever the difference between, you know, like, like well, all Markeith, they did was they're oh, still sorry. living together and they're going to play they're basketball sharing, in the same yeah, building. They, um, and they have the same bank account. You, you they need to be on the same team. <laughs> you couldn't pull in Markeith Morris somehow. All NBA twins should be on the same teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that that particular thing just drives me crazy. I still feel like they're sort of their idea just like next year is like, 
eh, we'll fix it with some minimum signings or like, yeah, we'll get some bio guys. And all those bio guys are like Reggie Jackson. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's that's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, They'll still be really good, I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're going to rest a lot again. Uh, I think that's something that people aren't really taking into account looking at this season. Oh, is uh, that it, how it's like a... <laughs> that they're jamming 72 games into uh, a three month season. So guess... like uh, the Lakers, the Clippers, like well, they're gonna there's so many four and five game nights. I don't think some of these guys are going to be playing every night. <laughs> well, remember when they described that 2011 2012 season as just like a breakneck 66 game sprint through mm-hmm. the season. It's like, well, this this season's going to be six games longer and it's starting 3 days earlier. Yeah. So uh yeah, and and again, I'm not even knocking these like it it's an unfair pace, but uh you know, like I I I think Chris Paul will probably sit a couple of games out this mm-hmm. year. You know, I'm not not to jump ahead. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, they've got they've got some guys who can kind of hold the fort. It's just that you had these guys who needed time off a fair amount in last year, a, a regular. Yeah, yeah a regular <laughs> season. So, you know, I mean, I mean, they they're still very talented. They've got a new coach. Definitely. I'm, I'm going to say still. I think they're probably still the second best team in the West. Yeah, for sure. But, you know. It's not as not as exciting as if you had both those Morris twins just <laughs> committing crimes, getting rebounds, inside outside, sharing. They a can bank. still trade for Russell Westbrook, I think. Uh, do they hit the pieces without trading one of their two guys? I guess. Yeah, no, could. I because I did the math before. It was Lou Williams, Shan, uh, Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, Zubach. I think gets them to the money. So I guess Canard would just fall into that or something, or yeah, I don't know. Um. <laughs> I mean, that would be hilarious. Just <laughs> also kind of also tight. Look, look, I'm I'm into it. Yeah, Serge Ibaka can play center. Everybody out of Houston, man. Like, <laughs> it, I mean, look, it's a good city. They deserve more. Actually, you know what though? You know who I want to go to the Clippers, and it's not Russell Westbrook. I want John Wall on this team. They oh, make hell. the same money. Trade for hell, John yeah. Wall. Well, okay, I don't, I don't know if you can justify that one quite the same, but I would love to see John Wall on this but team. But I just mean John Wall's uh, passing Spirit works jumps. better. They're like the same guy, except one shoots every time, and the other like one passes. <laughs> I'm like more in on John Wall than most people. Like, like obviously I'm. He's missed a lot of time. He's had a few injuries. Oh, yeah, just, just a I, few. He also has a real... That picture of him at USA Basketball maybe had me out on John Wall, even okay, though I was okay. a real John Wall ISL. defender. Yeah. I just, I just like... Oh, am I really mad at this guy for getting high at when his, his job didn't matter that much? Like, I guess I'm out on me. Um, <laughs> Um, I think Zach Lowe, though, he's drinking three quarters of a beer because he yeah, loves Serge Ibaka. He loves them. He loves talking about the Clippers. He yeah. loves, he also loves the uncertainty. Yeah. He loves that it's still like not finished, you know? Yeah. He loves a tease. 
He's just been edging himself, <laughs> waiting for that trade deadline. All right, the Lakers did an amazing amount of shit, considering they won the NBA Finals. <laughs> yes. Um, out, Rondo, Bradley, Howard. That's a win by itself. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, also out, Dudley, Smith, Waiters. <laughs> Dudley's coming back, but yes, the others are leaving. And Quinn Cook is for sure gone. Um, In, Schroeder, Jordan Bell, Alfonso Mm -hmm. McKinney, Montrez Mm -hmm. Harrell, Wes Matthews, Markeith Morris, Mark Gasol. Yeah. That's a... That's a a decided upgrade at the center position. It's a decided upgrade from... um, huge assholes to cool people too well that's the that's the other thing is that you know what frustrated me the most about these moves like the marcus one kind of hurt because it was almost like they don't even really need him yeah but like what a great guy like like there's nothing to dislike about this dude mm-hmm. um and that's my problem i, I also feel that way hate... about Wes matthews by I the was... way Oh, um, like a good dude. Oh, and his dad played for the Lakers. Yeah. And like, <laughs> came back from a terrible injury and, like, a consummate professional, whatever, undrafted, worked his way back into yeah. the league. Um, Tore his Achilles and then played at, like, three months later. <laughs> yeah, like, just insane. So, so, I last year, it was very reassuring to me that I was able to hate Rajon Rondo and Dwight Howard. Yeah. Who am I supposed to hate on this team now? LeBron James, I guess, right? Yes, Anthony like, Davis. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Hate That's hard. I I can't really do it. Like I need I need a villain, and it's and it's like the nicer Morris brother twin is on their team too. Like the fuck out of here, <laughs> Sean. Alex your tea Caruso. kettle's going off. By the yeah, way, yeah, I know. I gotta I gotta get that. I thought we had uh, it's a real Corbin Smith move. A uh, god. I, at least I'm not baking a scone. Give me a second. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Um, God, I, I made a cup of chamomile tea, so welcome to Quarantine Cast Rock. <laughs> Yo, uh, so how many, um, so what, uh, Kale Leaf would, uh, David Roth give the Lakers moves? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think a full, like, this is, it's weird because I still don't think... It's necessarily like a full bag of kale, <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to say this is a delicious salad and so enthused that tosses those with some salt and pepper and olive oil. Let's turn it into some kale chips. The mm-hmm. whole bag's gone eventually. Um, but seriously, uh, I'm sorry for alleging that he just has bagged kale. He's probably better than that. Uh. Just like, I feel funny about the Lakers, though, because just like the Clippers, I'm like, I mean, yeah, they certainly added some guys where they're better, but I'm also like, they didn't really add what they needed. Like, Like, what do they need? Shooting. But did they really need that much shooting? I mean, Julian Rodriguez was telling me for two months they did. Yeah. 
It seems like they shot pretty well in the playoffs and the finals. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like they need one more, like, three-point shooter. I don't know, though. I just think they're just going to get that guy, though. Like, like Marcus Gasol came for free. Yeah. Markeith Morris is a great shooter. They're going to have him all year. Um, Isn't Wes Matthews a pretty good three-point shooter? Yeah, but it just seems like he's the one. Um, but, no, Markeith Morris... I mean, Mark, Marcus Soule is a better shooter than anyone they had at the center position. Right. So is Montrez. Um, I don't know. I just it it. I mean, like with with the centers they got, it's like, yeah, we'll take this upgrade, and then Dwight Howard won't be on the team. <laughs> yeah, anymore. that's the thing. <laughs> oh, also, like, oh, this veteran, uh, veteran, this great veteran. Who's you know a little older, but he's a thirty-eight percent career shooter. Oh, and what's his basketball reference nickname? Iron Man. <laughs> um, Montrez. Well, also they're going to be way more fun. Yeah. Like, like it's like oh now they have a young man who never gets hurt in place of Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, Dennis Schroeder kind of is like young Rondo though, where it's like everyone's like. Yeah, he's great, but that guy's a huge dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it doesn't seem like it was like that on the Thunder. Right. right. But that's because there was a bigger dick in town, you know what I mean? Yeah. Both times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I I I absolutely know what you're saying. But like, he, uh, like both times it was like, yeah, Dennis is a dick, but he's not Chris Paul. Or yeah, Dennis is a dick, but he's not Russell Westbrook. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Um, I just like it. Just seems like it doesn't matter on the Lakers right now. It's like, oh, you just added this twenty-seven-year-old, yeah, hyper-athletic guard to be like your third guard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, this team is best team in the West. Loaded. Best team best in team basketball. The... Yeah. I mean, it's not even close. I, yeah. in, in my opinion, but you know, things happen. I guess, but dude, this they're win. I mean. I don't want to, you know what, it's a long season, you never what's going to happen. But you know what, I got to say, for the first time in a long time, and I, I hate, I hate what this might do to my relationship with our loyal listener, Lakers Paladin. Mm-hmm. Good job, Rob Palenka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's Zach Lowe doing to this beer? Oh, he's, he's drinking the whole thing. But he's like he's savoring it. He's taking his time. Mm-hmm. He's sitting out on his uh, on his balcony, and you know what? He's gonna he's gonna cut those highlights in his own time. Yeah. Uh, all right, the Memphis Grizzlies. Sean didn't really add anybody. We talked about their draft, um, mm-hmm. but they re-signed uh, the guys they needed to re-sign. You know, John well, Conchar. I mean, Conchar, Jonte Porter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's the third guy that they also the, extended? The one that actually plays. Uh, the guy the Suns gave them for free for no reason. Oh, De'Anthony, De'Anthony Melton. Melton. Yeah. <laughs> Such a fun player. Like, a dude that's specialty is steals. Yeah. That's so tight. And Killian Tilly. Uh, like, what a, what a like, I, I, I gotta say, feel a little jealous of our friend Keith Parrish from Fast Break Breakfast. Mm-hmm. This is a fun team. 
Which, and maybe our friend Silky Johnson, if he told the, if he picked the Grizzlies. That's true. He's he's choosing between the Nuggets, Grizzlies, and Heat. Yeah. And I got to say, one team. I would be picking the Grizzlies for me. Um, out of those three teams. Uh, but that's just because I've been disgusted by the Heat's tampering behavior. The crying wolf about tampering when Pat Riley's out here sending Gucci Alleg- belts oh, to people oh. who don't sign for him. <laughs> Alleg- allegedly. <laughs> anyway, uh, not enough moves, though, for Zach Lowe to drink a beer. Um, the Miami Heat. Uh, you know you know I, think, I think because of this, Zach Lowe is thinking about trying a Razor 5 someday. He's like, you know what, there were some more unheralded <laughs> picks here. I could do that, too. All right, uh, Miami, Heat, Miami Heat drafted a guy named Precious Oshawa. Yeah, he's he's tight. He was James Weissman's teammate. I think he's like, uh, I think he's actually a forward, even though he played center mm-hmm. for them this year. He's very intriguing. I don't have a good dude. Like, if you can get a guy named Precious Oshawa. Lost Derek Jones Jr. and Jay Crowder. Uh, and Solomon Hill added Mo Harkless. That's a good add, but also I mean, this, yeah. also added Avery Bradley and Austin Rivers, Ooh. which are well. I've kind of come around a little bit on. We Austin know, Rivers, but, but you know, if it's look, if you're yeah, subtracting yeah. Derek Jones's juniors dunks and adding Austin Rivers, that's a loss for your basketball it's not, it's not, for it's your not. basketball watchability. I will um, say Mo Harkless in for Jay Crowder is like d- definitely seems like I get that for sure. Yeah, for sure. I um, love Mo Harkless. I he, I think of, he's slightly worse than Jay Crowder, but not worse yeah. enough. He's certainly I find his personality less grating than Jay Crowder's. <laughs> I also think that um, I am probably underrating Avery Bradley because there are a lot of factors that make me root against him. Um, maybe some of his off the field, be, off the court behavior, uh-huh. but also being a Boston Celtic and being really acclaimed. But I think he probably is a really good defensive player still. I don't know. I think he's cooked. Get out of I'm here. T- I'm just, I'm <laughs> look, I'm, I'm out on him. I'm just like, I recognize I'm probably more biased about him than any other player in the league. And even if he was good, I'd still be like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Well, I and was so that's really worried saying, the Warriors were going to sign him. Yeah. Fuck oh, I that thought guy. So too. Um, I mean, I been, what's weird is I would have been upset about Avery Bradley and Austin rivers. I would have been like, I get it. Yeah. Uh, either way, seems like some pretty lateral mo- moves. Uh, they're going to be spending all summer. I mean, all the rest of the year, uh, Tampering. making kissy faces at Giannis, uh, Brian Windhorst said this week that teams have uh, created dossiers on Giannis's brothers and his longtime girlfriend to try and woo him. Well, you're going to get them like a blowjob gong? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) dossier on his girlfriend? (laughs) I don't like that at all. It was really creepy. I hated it. Especially hearing Brian Windhorst say, teams have created a dossier on his long-term girlfriend? It's like, whoa, is Pat Riley going to murder her? What's going on here? She's got the places that she likes to hang out and Uh her her last known locations, places she likes to shop and... You, know, you could actually find her if she disappeared just by doing a profile yeah. of her. You know who else purchase. has dossiers on women? Uh, <laughs> Joe from You. From Netflix's <laughs> You. <laughs> 
Um, uh, I think um, Zach Lowe is uh, taking three sips of a beer here for the yeah, heat. like like the equivalent of like what you get in a beer because they extend it, and all three step, sips are because they extended Bam. Goron, yeah, 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 uh, and Goron, yeah, yeah. and Myers Leonard for some reason. All right, the Milwaukee Bucks. That um, felt like a prank when I read that. I <laughs> thought it was a prank. I mean, I guess they're. I mean, probably the second year is not as guaranteed as some, like, cap trickery nonsense black magic going on. But also, I was just like, Myers Leonard got the exact same deal that people made fun of the Blazers for, Mm -hmm. like, from the moment it was signed. And he got the exact same amount of money per year. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Good for him, because it's basically, like, every way that our government screws over the troops, at Mm -hmm. least... Myers Leonard, the the closest thing the NBA has to a troop, um, at least he's getting overpaid. Um, so, all right, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Sean, um, they added Drew Holiday, they added uh-huh. Sam Merrill. We talked about him. They also added DJ Augustin, one of Randy Ledoux's favorite players. Yes. Uh, Former former offensive rating leader in the NBA. Yeah. They added Bobby Portis. Uh, uh-huh. So watch your face, Brooke Lopez. Um, and they added that's that's it basically. Um, they did not add Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, yeah, which it seemed like that never it didn't matter. Seems to, to me to like they still need some players. It feels like they're a little light, although. <laughs> I had been thinking of them as being without all the guys they were going to trade to Sacramento to Bogdan. So sometimes I'm like, oh, they still do have Dante DiVincenzo. They also gave Pat Connaughton um, a, a bit of, of a strange yeah. contract yeah, yeah, in yeah. my mind. <laughs> Why? Because like, it was, was there... $7 million? <laughs> um, but like, uh, what is what is the deal? Hold on. Uh, What's the deal with Pat Connaughton? So they had a they're facing a tampering investigation, which which I mean, what's the investigation? They thought they, he was going to sign there. Uh, they apparently gave him an illegal salary cap contract, so they were trying to give him a two year contract. Uh-huh. Uh, the early bird one. Oh yeah, it was one season and a player option. I don't know why it was a player option. Um, so he has a three year, sixteen million dollar deal instead. Whatever. Uh, um, I mean, just just look. I guess they just needed to keep him, but they're not that like all. Okay, so he's gonna have to the, play this year. But, but he played a lot last year. Yeah, but he's gonna have to play like in the playoffs. I'm just saying that was not the problem for the Bucks that right. they were playing the bench guys too much. Like, like he was playing a lot of the playoffs. Yeah. That was kind of the problem. <laughs> so a lot no, of I know guys... that. I mean, he's going to have to play well in the playoffs is what I mean. Sean. <laughs> well, so they, so I'm more excited about, okay. Of the guys they lost, let's just go through all of them. Mm-hmm. Eric Bledsoe's gone. Yeah. Who... That's correct. Uh, Drew holiday, much better. Yeah. And like basically one-to-one replacement, yeah. George Hill. Useful and good. Unfortunate yeah. that they lost him. Wes Matthews leaving. Eh. Sterling Brown leaving. Eh. Robin Lopez. They wouldn't play him in the playoffs. Kyle Korver, Frank Mason, Cam Reynolds, Ursin Ilyasova, Marvin Williams. I I see like... I mean, 
you probably would prefer that they had Wes Matthews still and George Hill. But other than that, it's like... I just don't I, see who they're replacing them with. Like, Bobby Portis? I don't know, man. DJ Augustin is pretty good, but he's oh, like DJ Augustin, five feet DJ tall. Augustin is... He, I, I can see that as... Um, that's a George Hill replacement. Yeah. He's not as big. He's not as good on defense, but... He's like a better creator. Um, they need another wing. I just think they're going to have like, you know, it's like, okay, they don't have Urson, Ilyasova, and Sterling Brown anymore. Maybe they just have to play DJ Wilson. You know what I mean? They need they need those young guys that they've been kind of like stashing and sort of playing to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they, but I mean, I, I get that the Bogdan thing fell through and I kind of don't blame them for that, even though they're dirty tamperers. <laughs> um, all right. The Timberwolves, we basically talked about what they did, except they, they also uh, gave Malik Beasley $60 million and Wancho Hernan Gomez 21. That's how much Wancho got. Yeah. Wait, how much did Malik Beasley got a four sixty? Yeah. You know, I, I don't, well, it just doesn't make sense with the rest of their team right it now. It doesn't but also, make sense because yeah, good for him. Yeah. Um, also, Nate Duncan, please stop saying the disturbing allegations, but of what happened to Malik Beasley. Like, oh, I don't think it's that disturbing, actually. It, me too. Uh, some I mean, people were parked in his driveway, and he definitely overreacted, but it's not like he had, like, a gun in public or whatever, is my thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did have an assault rifle at his house. Yeah, that's bad. But, but obviously, I mean, it's, obviously it's bad. It's bad, but, but like... I mean, I, that, uh, to me, sounded like he maybe got railroaded by some cops when I read it. Uh, yeah, I just don't... It doesn't sound like he's actually going to be charged with those felonies. And like, oh, and he had a lot of weed in his home. And a note next to the weed that apparently said how to smoke it. Um, which that's like really funny. So he said, get the fuck out of off my property. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, it's not great. No, it's but... not great. But when Nate Duncan talks about it, it sounds like uh like uh, a Kevin Porter Jr. situation, you know what uh, I mean? When you right, say, just... when you refuse to say what it was and you just keep saying disturbing allegations. Well, you shouldn't point an assault rifle uh-huh. at people, uh, but also don't pull into other people's driveways. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, again, like, that's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. It's bad. But again, but having like a ton of weed in your house if you're rich is like, yeah, yeah he doesn't want to buy weed that much. Yeah. Like, it, the more disturbing, the disturbing thing about that story is he had a piece of paper next to the weed that was written down how to use weed. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, this, this team makes no sense. As a fan of the team that holds their first round draft pick this year, I say, keep it up, baby. <laughs> kind of, it's like, it's weird that they're like all in. Like they're like, Ricky Rubio, extend these guys. Like. Like this is their team, yeah. And they I mean, have lots they of guards, Jared Culver or something. But yeah, it's just I I might not have gone that high on Wancho Joey, even though I really I like him, him. But yeah, I just they had you know. to. They traded a first round pick for him. They had to resign those guys. It's weird. Um, we basically oh uh, 
I don't know, to a sip of a beer because Zach Lowe likes Ricky Rubio. Oh, yeah, I think we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. The Pelicans, we kind of talked about everything they added, except they also added Willie Hernan Gomez and Wenyan Gabe, Gabriel. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, um, gave. I kind of like Wenyan, but I don't really think it's going to matter, especially on this team that's like. Well, and they also gave Brandon Ingram a max extension today. Yeah, I mean, that was going to happen, too. We also forgot to mention the Celtics' max extended Jason Tatum. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's, he's only going to be 23 years old at the end of that contract. It's like, a great deal. Everybody who got max extension so far, no problems. Like, Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, like, you're, you're correct. Like, whatever, yeah, like, man. Extent, um, yes, Donovan Mitchell has earned a max. Yeah. Jason Tatum has earned a max. Darren Fox has basically earned a max, but also he got the lower max than the other guys. Yeah. Because he has been an All-Star, so... Uh, and for a lot of them, it's I'm going to I'm going to look at this on uh, the blog next week because I've already started getting into this. But um, for the most part, these rookie extensions rarely really blow up in your face. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, I'll prove that scientifically, but also I'm planning to not really use any stats and just say, like, come on, you know, if this guy's good or not. It's the extension afterwards that usually is the problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like it's usually just anyway. Um and 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 usually when a guy doesn't get an extension, it's really obvious. Like Lonzo's not gonna get an extension right away. Yeah. So um and I mean Brandon Ingram waited and you know, good job making the all-star team in your contract here. Great yeah. job, dude. Uh it's like we talked about hit same beer, whatever. I forget what we said for the Steven Adams trade, but that's we yeah. that's the Pelicans beer rating. Uh-huh. Um the Knicks drafted Obi Toppin. Traded for Amari Spellman and Jacob Evans and Two added great and, warriors and added, and added Alec added Burks. Burks. So they're basically created last year's Golden State Warriors team. So congratulations on the second pick in the draft, New York Knicks. <laughs> NBA, who did this say just say Austin Rivers had signed with? What? Didn't we didn't we incorrectly assign Austin Rivers to a different team? I think we might have. Okay. Um, Whatever this list was was wrong. They had him somewhere else. Okay, they did not. He did not join the Heat. He joined the Knicks. Yeah, that's weird. Why was that's he on the right. Heat? Um, so that was a someone made a mistake again. There's been a lot of weird four way trades. Um, so they added Obi Toppin. Gotta say, I'm optimistic about that guy. Very optimistic. Um. I was more optimistic if he went to some place that was not the Knicks. Well, that's true. But I mean, that was I I'm pretty sure that was the correct guy to pick at that. Well, I mean, Halliburton, but, you know, it's a good pick. Emmanuel quickly at least is pretty fun. And uh, then we love Spellman. I love Spellman. I like Burks, too. And they also added Nerlens Noel and Austin Rivers. Look. This is a win. They haven't fucked up yet. Good job, Knicks. No. Uh, let's like, move on. These are like competent basketball players, too. No beers. Just, um, yeah. Yeah. No, no beers, but also, good job. Also, credit to them. They got Spellman and Evans for basically renting Ed Davis for two days. Mm-hmm. And they got three second-round picks. It's like, it's weirdly... I just think Zach is going to have two gulps of beer out of surprise that the Knicks <laughs> did. Uh, the Thunder, we talked about everything they did. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, the, except, except, uh, who? Where's Al Horford right now? He's on the Still Thunder. In Oklahoma City? Yeah, yeah. He's on the Thunder. Did we not I, talk about that trade? 
we didn't talk about that trade because we haven't gotten to the Sixers yet. Oh, um, and we also haven't gotten. Well, you know what? Because they're like a a, a mercantile exchange right now. We'll talk about the bigger teams that this was involved in because it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Thunder are like not really a team as much as like a you know a trading floor. Yeah. Right now. Right. Um. They're a. Uh, <laughs> they're a bizarre. Um. The Orlando yes. Magic. Uh, made to me the funniest first day signing. Uh, it was one of, I think it was the second signing that Woj announced was <laughs> Dwayne Bacon to the Dwayne Orlando Bacon, Magic. Which is just like, look, he would have to be really good to not just feel like you would constantly be thinking about how his name was Wayne Bacon. Right. Um, Wayne also Bacon they drafted and, uh, Greg Anthony's son. Um, do you know what his Twitter name is? Cole Anthony or Dwayne Bacon? <laughs> Dwayne Bacon. No. He's Bacon Dwayne 1000. Well, that's good. <laughs> I like that. Um, all right. Uh, whatever, though. That's an N.A. on that is, beers. Yeah, he's and... not. He, he's all, there's no way he would spend a beer on that. All right. Cole this... Anthony is also like, yeah, I guess. All right. The Sixers signed Dwight Howard, drafted uh-huh. Tyrese Maxey, Isaiah Joe, and Paul Reed. Three guys I like. Paul liked. Reed and Maxey. Yeah, I like all um, three of those guys. But, but Maxey and Reed in particular. Traded for Danny Green, Terrence Ferguson, Seth Curry, and Tony Bradley. Now, Terrence Ferguson is a guy they don't really want necessarily, right. but they. it seems like they still somehow have a lot of centers. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's just like, like we are going to play and beat 25 minutes a game until the playoffs. Sure. Um, and then they, of course, lost Josh Richardson, Al Horford, and Zaire Smith. Um, pretty good. Pretty good moves, Daryl Morey. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the team makes slightly more sense. I don't know if it's enough more sense to matter. Um, I if I were if I were them, I would let Tyrese Maxey play a lot this year because they still kind of didn't really add a point guard. He's got to take Shake Milton's job, dude. Yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he's, I, I, I don't I, I you know what? I don't trust that he can. I I have more faith in the name Shake Milton than I do Tyrese Maxey. That's basically Maxie's all I'm saying. It's a good name, though. It's a good name, but it's not Shake Milton. No, Shake Milton's like one of the greatest names in history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Shake Milton's tight. He just had a first playoffs that were rough. That happens to guys that are tight. Um, no, I just, I just, I just think that the Sixers for many years have not been taking point the point guard position seriously. Mm-hmm. And you know, just get like they should. They should have been adding DJ Augusta. Mm-hmm. I mean, they should trade for Mike Conley when the Jazz flame out. All right. Um. All right. The Phoenix Suns. Oh, uh, Zach's drinking a full beer for this one. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Loves, loves it. Uh, Phoenix Suns. A lot of big moves. Uh, they mm-hmm. traded for Chris Paul, of course. Right. They, but let's talk about the biggest move. Each one more is the Sun. <laughs> I have a, um, I have a, people are high on the Suns. Mm -hmm. I have a different take. Okay. Um, when your team loses Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre, and Aaron Baines, and brings Mm -hmm. in Chris Paul and Jay Crowder, uh, that's a vibe shift. I'm not sure your locker room can, uh, survive. I feel like there's a certain amount of just inherent bitterness Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not saying that Chris Paul is, but they they play grumpy 
Jay Crowder's never going to forget that time he tweeted about his <laughs> engagement proposal being rejected. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Dario Saric is back. I honestly couldn't tell you how well he did last year. He was okay. Uh, I do think each one more fits the team, even though I'm a giant each one more fan. But like, you know, he's the eighth. Or That's ninth a fan. very minimal signing. Uh, I oh, he just... just feels like a guy that like, like, yeah, that's the guy who should be. Like coming in in a three guard lineup with Chris Paul and Devin Booker, like that's that's your dude. Um, but yeah, it's. It's just weird because a year ago, what were people saying about Chris Paul? Like, that you would have to cooked? attach a lot of stuff yeah, to, to the contract, and he's overpaid. Now, granted, there's only two years left in that contract now, right? Mm-hmm. I'm. I it think might so. be three or four. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's signed for a while. No, he only signed a four year deal. So, uh, and you know that's. It's a. I believe he has two years and like ninety left. Mm-hmm. Two years and eighty five left. I'm just so, saying, this team basically got by entirely on having real good vibes in the bubble, mm-hmm. right? And, and um, they traded a lot of their good vibe dudes. I think the bubble. Okay, so if you're looking for somebody a team that should have a much more positive perception about how well they're doing than they actually did. The Suns are pretty ideal when it comes to that because they did very well at the beginning of the season and then they did really well at the end of the season. And even after going undefeated in the bubble, they finished with a record of 34 and 39. Mm -hmm. And so even if you assume that's like their true record um i mean that that works out to hold on let me figure out what that is for any their pace translates to a 38 win season is chris paul gonna make them 10 10 games better better? i just don't know that that's the the case uh, the argument would be uh though uh uh-huh that he makes them two wins better and then eight and Bridges, Johnson combined each give you like one or two wins up. You know what uh-huh. I mean? But well, just and, by and, development. And you know, Aiden missed 25 games last year. I just don't, that just doesn't seem like it's always the way that teams go. Like they won 20 games the, a year before that. So they're going to make a 16 game improvement and then like a 10 game improvement. Mm hmm. I don't know. I just think, I don't know. I mean, like adding Chris Paul is probably not a bad idea. I'm just, and I do think they'll be better. And I actually like the team. I just think that people, I saw people saying that they would be like the four or five. Seed. I also saw. And that, that seems crazy. Yeah. To me. It's like people have forgotten who else is in the conference mm-hmm. or just that like, and even Oklahoma city last year was like, you know, fairly good, but had the same record as, you know, the Rockets. Mm hmm. I just I'm 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 totally in on them doing this and I'm also in on their general strategy of we don't trust ourselves. Sure. Like because the like, guy they drafted at number we, 10 was not it was a weird draft. Yeah, that, that's too. a weird <laughs> it's a weird draft pick and and so I'm just like yeah, I, I don't I don't hate the move or anything. I'm just I'm just kind of like 
they will miss Baines. They're going to miss, they're going to miss the guys they lost. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they didn't have him in the bubble, but I just, that's a weird, I don't know, man. Chris Paul do well. And, uh, you know, old guys tend to do well in Phoenix because they give them weird illegal drugs from Mexico. Clearly. Well, isn't but, that uh, also wasn't, um, Doc Holiday moving to Phoenix because of like consumption or whatever. Yeah, the dry yeah. air is good for you. Great. Right. <laughs> And then Whoremaster Wider drew him into more violence. <laughs> um, this is a full beer from Zach, for sure. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, lots to think about. I'm just saying maybe it might not be prudent to declare them a top four team in the West. Is basically all I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying... I'm kind of uh, like 45 wins. Definite 45. vibe shift. Uh, but also, uh, I wouldn't be that shocked if they were like 41 and 41, and it honestly wouldn't be that much of a negative given like their year-to-year improvement. I wouldn't. You know be, what I mean, like I wouldn't be shocked I, if it was 32 and whatever. 40. There's just yeah. There's just there's just a um. There's an instinct, and we saw this with the Timberwolves a lot too, that it was like, well, obviously they're just going to keep improving by 10 games every year. And it's like, well, they improved by 15 games in a truncated season last year. And I know a lot of different guys and Chris Paul wasn't there, but it's, it's still kind of like, you think they're going to get 15 games better the second year in a row. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Portland trailblazers, Sean, who for my money, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? I normally, I would say, Nope. Wait, I gotta save it, because we're gonna have to do predictions and shit. Yeah. Uh, starting, like, next week, I guess. Um. <laughs> hey, by the way, can I can I just cut in before we get into the Blazers? Do you know what Bogdan Bogdanovich's Twitter handle is? No, what is it? Uh, leader of Horde. H-O-R-D-E. Why? I don't know. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, he'll like that tweet where the Hawks announced his signing. And he and he liked a post where Blue Wire Pod said, Buddy Heald saying, Woj say the Kings still consider part of their core. And it's someone crying. Um, all right. The uh, Portland Trailblazers uh, added Covington and Cantor. We talked about that. And Derek Jones Jr. Just, and just, ooh, baby. Do I like these moves? Well, not yeah, the man. Canner one so much, but Covington Jones. Hell yeah, baby. Get some people to play defense and, uh, you know, maybe. Oh, and they also re-signed Rodney Hood um, to a weirdly more expensive deal than last year. Um, but these are good moves, baby. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. a little worried about who their backup point guard is. But other than that, this is some good shit. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Zach Lowe drinking a whole beer, right? This he is a whole beer. Yeah. Robert Covington's involved. The Blazers are involved. I, I, how could I? Don't think you could have possibly expected. Like, I don't know how you could be dissatisfied that this is a Blazers no, fan. This is a great, and great, it's like great it's like fun guy. And Cantor's like, this is the right team for a performative tryhard too. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, not a knock on. I'm just like, like he he thrived in this environment. Well, it's he's, great. He's also, he's going there because the CIA needs him to look into Antifa. Yeah, Antifa. yeah, yeah, exactly. He's um, he's, he's going to recall the mayor, but people aren't going to realize it. Uh, the Sacramento Kings drafted Tyrese Halliburton and did nothing else, basically. Good job, guys. Uh, no beers yeah. there. 
The Spurs. Just like let let dudes go. I I wish they'd made that Bogdan trade, but yeah, fine. Oh, the Trailblazers also added Harry Giles. I forgot. That's right. Um, good job. Um, Sacramento Kings. We did that. Uh, San Antonio Spurs. Devin Vassell and have done nothing else. Yeah, they got Trey Jones. Both those guys are like super Spursy picks. I think Trey Jones will be a backup guard for a couple of years. They let Bryn Ford leave. Um, yeah, that's they, totally he's, fine. He's with the Bucks. You know what? I like Bryn Forbes with the Bucks. Actually, he wasn't on our list before. Uh, yeah, he's actually he's actually that's a like, good ad. That's the right kind of like depth dude. Yeah. Too. Um, Toronto Raptors. This is, I'm so bummed for these guys. I mean, yeah. I'm not that bummed in that. Look, Fred Van Vliet came back, which is great. Aaron Baines will be fun. I'm glad that Chris Boucher got a real deal. And Malachi Flynn looks interesting. Also, I kind of expect Alex Len and DeAndre Brimbry to be way better I, in Toronto. I actually kind of like Alex Len. Um, I kind of like him, too. It, it, well, he had that interesting thing where he went to the Hawks. And I, actually, he was really good on the Hawks in one particular mm-hmm. game. I watched with them against the Lakers where I was like, wow. And he he said at some point, like, yeah, no one in Phoenix ever taught me how to set a screen. I'm kind of like, yeah, I get that. The Raptors will teach him how to set a screen. But honestly, it's like, I just feel bad because they are, I mean, just the way that they're set up for next year, they just, just serve. Playing in Tampa Bay, of course, Serge and Mark weren't coming back. They don't want to live there. That that sucks. That really sucks. That's like the shittiest place they could have ended up, Mm -hmm. I think. Even though it is possibly the new city of champions. Um, but all of those, even those, like, isn't every sports team in Tampa loathsome for various reasons? Yes. Um, uh, all right, we got to move on, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Katie. Whatever, Zach, sorry, Zach, Sean. Zach, but I think I Zach think Lowe's he, doing like a shot of beer. Yeah, yeah. Half a like, shot. And, yeah, but it, but he's he's definitely doing it like a shot in, yeah, like yeah. A in a glass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Utah Jazz, Brian, he's coming home, baby. Derek Favors. Uh, uh, that's about it. Uh, didn't they add somebody else? I feel like they did, but maybe they not. re-signed Jordan Clarkson. Oh yeah, um, that's cool. Uh, Why yeah, not? good, good job, students. Um, but I don't think Zach Lowe's maybe taking a li- like a half a baby baby sip for Derek Favors. See, he wants to respect their culture. Yeah. Um, Washington their. Wizards haven't really. They added Robin Lopez and Raul Neto, which fine. Um. But John Wall is demanding a trade now. Um, we'll see how that works out. I don't think we're getting any beer action on that, those Wizards God. moves, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I again, I've, I've said before, I don't have a good sense of like what Denny is going to be. But God, him going to the Wizards just makes it feel like we've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, you mean with Jan Vaselli? Um, All right. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean, yes. Uh, that's our teams, Sean. Yeah, I think that's I. I can't believe we got it done so quickly. Oh yeah, it only I'm gonna, took, I'm gonna uh, drink. Almost I'm gonna look three at hours. Are we at? Well, I I kind of lost track of. I think we're at about two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Well, that's not bad. Is, yeah. Um, Sean, what would you like to plug? Um, until they shut down outdoor dining, I will be. Uh, uh, opening up in a masked distance outdoor setting on Saturday after Thanksgiving in Santa Rosa. 
there's a 6 p.m. show and there is an 8 o'clock show because that's how wonderful Laurie Cromartin is. I will be doing some new... Well, who's seen me do stand-up in the last year? It's going to be new. Anyway, it's at a place called The Whiskey Tip in Santa Rosa. Uh, go to Sean's Twitter for yeah. inf- ticket information. Um, yeah. Uh, Saturday the 27th, if you're in Santa Rosa or in the uh, area. Okay. Um, thanks again to Megan Keister. Uh, subscribe to her stubs, uh, Substack. Subscribe to Grift Horse, uh, the podcast. Um, special thank you to our friend Silky Johnson, who sent us a gift this week, and it was really, really nice. Um, just an absolute sweetheart. We gotta have him on to, um... Yeah, we gotta finish. Finally choose yeah. his favorite team. <laughs> um, and then, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. Where on my where <laughs> on November 17th, I tweeted, I just signed into my MySpace page and started to miss my old band at King's Foil. Watched <laughs> some of our live concerts people posted and it was pretty neat. <laughs> I just I, I, I I'm an Astro Lasso man now. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Uh, everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Trust the process. Oh yeah, I, I also I'm gonna have a reprise song on here. <laughs> oh yeah, what's uh what sh- what song are we gonna hear, Sean? Uh, because he's been traded so many times. One of this year's Trevor Reza songs. Um, this one's called "I Took a Flyer on Reza." Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah. yep. Trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Um, everybody, I'm thankful you listen to the show. Thanks so much. T-shirts at uh, T Public. Bye. Um, Round ball rock (laughs) on the club section of Apex Legends. (laughs) (laughs) Patreon.com slash round rock pod. Um, (laughs) Facebook.com slash group slash R slash Dominion. Okay. Uh, Bye. We love you very much. I took a fly on a reason. So fly to think that I was cool But when the season took a laugh We were way out of the playoffs And we flipped it for a couple of twos I'm living out in Atherton So Corey Joseph just to prove I'll still spend the green after I got a free arena Even though we're still gonna lose You don't really wanna draft like me Give Dwayne Dedman the bag like me You don't wanna be watching the River Cats play All alone you don't wanna hire Luke like me. Make the fans wanna puke like me. You don't wanna be stuck in the draft lottery. Stuck in the draft lottery. Oh, I make a bad moves. Bad moves. Tell me, oh, I make a bad moves. Bad moves. I hope everybody's quarantining inside the Golden One Arena. Like me, Slams and the Lion, Peja Stoyakovich, and Mike Bibby's Team Don personal trainer. He's still here. Also, don't go out and get bin candy from that Old Town Sacramento candy store. Get a postmate. Stay safe. 
I'm just a founder who already found his spot. My robot kills roaches and I fire all my coaches and I think Buddy Hill's smoking pot. I can get a star, no. Because as soon as we have cap space, I spend it on Goof of Zebo and Coast of Goofus and the moves blow up in my face. You don't want to analyze like me, have to keep my four and five like me. You don't want to be wondering why you fired Mark Malone. You don't want to own the kings like me, give up your kids at winning rings like me. You don't want to be passing on Luka Doncic, passing on Luka Doncic. Oh, I make bad moves. Bad moves, old bloody oh, I make a bad moves, bad moves. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.